<laughs> well, 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 man. Um, we're back six days, I think, until training camp begins. Um, you know, we wanted to get together. What's going on, everybody? We wanted to get together, um, talk about this team, you know, preparations for camp. We got a lot of we still have a lot of good things to talk about, but obviously, with the news coming out today, um, we're about to get amped up a little bit. I'm I'm excited to be on here with these guys and get some other takes. I feel like I've been going crazy as a Sixers fan. Um, <laughs> oh shoot! That's Tuesday. Unbelievable. Yeah, we got 70 people up in here. What's going on? Uh, RB here, Philly Take with RB. I'm gonna let these guys go around and introduce themselves. Let you know where to find them. Um, but yo, appreciate having uh, having you guys on, man. I'm excited to talk. What's up, y'all? Stephen Conrad Jr. here, one half of the uh, Sixers Talk with Stephen and Romp channel, which was probably one of the most toxic uh, YouTube channels or things I've ever become a part of, man. Literally, first video, I'm sure we were ranting about Ben Simmons, and it's it's pretty fitting we're here together, the Sixers community. Glad to finally do it. Um, we were talking beforehand, man. Everybody's like, oh, what, you know, what are these guys going to do when Ben Simmons isn't here? You know what we're going to do? We're going to talk some Sixers basketball, guys. We're going to finally have a normal basketball team of some sort. That's what we're going to do. Who's next? Romp, you're up. Okay, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm Romp 2.0. Search me up. I make NBA content. Um, I hate the Sixers. I hate the organization. <laughs> I hate Ben Simmons. Um, and we have a lot more concerns about Ben Simmons. That's all I'm going to say, but DJ Eastwood, it's all, it's all, you know, DJ Eastwood run it back Philly. Uh, this is my third time on YouTube today because I, <laughs> this morning I put together a Jalen hurts video and right when I dropped it, the Ben Simmons thing came out. So nobody watched that video and then I had to start everything all over. So here I am again. Hey, again, shout out to these guys coming on here again. Philly Take with RB, Running Back Philly, and Sixers Talk with Steven and Ron. We already got 110 up in the chat, guys. Give us your instant thoughts, reactions um, to the news earlier. I dropped the video on it. I know DJ talked about it. These guys probably did as well. Um, we're fired up, man. So, you know, shout out to the chat. Shout out to the channel members. We're just going to get right into this, man. Um, shout out to Edward up in here. What's going on, man? Uh, shout out to Suns Geek going on sons geek great content creator appreciate you mm -hmm. being up in here uh we want all your thoughts in the chat but pretty much like you guys know i i yelled about this earlier so i just want to go around you know obviously ben simmons uh will not report for training camp and does not intend to uh ever play a game again for the sixers that was the report that came out from adrian wojanowski uh it's official it's here i personally said a week ago the sixers were calling his bluff he stood up to it, and here we are. So I just want to go around and get your guys' instant thoughts and just just your main thoughts and reaction from that news. You know, I just want to lead off and say, guys, like, because I know everybody, everybody in here has taken their turns just jabbing Ben Simmons with whatever they've got in the last couple months. But like, dude, it's to me, it's like it's it's like laughable at this point. Like, <laughs> not that I do not. I do not feel bad for Ben Simmons, but it's like he's not even human, man. Him or anybody in his camp, he's been surrounded with complete just yes, man. Like, I, I don't even know what you call these people around him. I've never seen anything like it. I've questioned why I even watch this damn team, why I'm a fan of this team, because 
they've built around him. That's the problem, man. The last four or five years, they've built around this guy instead of Joel Embiid, who's probably going to go down as one of the best players, you know, ever, ever lace him up in the Sixers uniform, man. He's up there with Allen Iverson, likes of, likes of those guys. And um, something I'm interested in seeing, man, like, I want to see how Joel's going to handle things once this guy's traded. Cause I feel like he's held back so much, man. Mm-hmm. He's, he's matured. He's older now. As we know, he's a father and stuff like that. I think I want to see Joel Embiid, man. I want to see what happens when Ben Simmons gets traded. I hope he doesn't hold back because they've literally stuck the middle finger to Joel Embiid, man, building around Ben Simmons. I just can't take it anymore. That's all I got, man, to start. All right. So I want to bring up a point that I've been hearing like Joel Embiid's a bad leader because I don't want to talk about Ben Simmons. I, I, I'm <laughs> done with him. But So everyone's like Joel Embiid called Ben Simmons out. Kobe wouldn't do that. Michael Jordan wouldn't do that. Oh, uh, they Who would handle that? it. Who said they wouldn't do that? Well, they would handle it um behind oh, closed man. doors. That's oh, that yeah, was okay. the point. That was the point. But this is a situation that is so unique. A uh, point guard, a max player next to Joel Embiid, he doesn't shoot a basketball. It, this situation is so unique. How do you know that those great NBA leaders wouldn't do it? Wouldn't call him out? You know what I'm saying? So like. This whole notion that Joel Embiid's a bad leader because he called him out one time in public needs to go because it's such a unique situation that like no other leader in NBA history has been through. So stop the Joel Embiid slander because Ben Simmons, he's like a, he's got to go to therapy, man. Like I, I I'm serious, he's got to go to therapy. There's something wrong with the guy. <laughs> I'm not like I feel bad for him because he's so he hasn't taken accountability at all. Like how do you how do you have that performance? And just like, yeah, um, well, well, look at Trey, Trey Young's stats. He was two for 12. Ugh. Like, come on, bro. You know, like, take some accountability and play. Oh, you, go, you know, you know it's, it's really, it's really like a, a spoiled child, but on a whole different spectrum because a spoiled child isn't given $170 million <laughs> to, to live a lavish lifestyle. So it's really a spoiled <laughs> child that. Never held himself accountable. Never his parents probably let him get away with anything when he was a kid. He's just a spoiled kid. He just he's never gonna look him. See, we all know a person like that. You're like, bro, you, this, this situation's your fault. You know what I mean? Your girlfriend hates you because of what you did. You know what I mean? Like that one person who just won't look themselves in the mirror. He's that guy, but he's on such a level of just like lifetime success that it's uh it's out of control at this point. And he has a level of arrogance that you will rarely see in a human being i really believe that because to to do this and then to just i mean he's battling billionaire business owners right now he's battling billionaire <laughs> business owners and he's like nah i'm not coming <laughs> like what it doesn't work that way man it's crazy espn's like everybody's laughing at him it doesn't work this way look man <clears throat> i mean i agree with all you guys I, i'm look i'm i'm like almost sick to my stomach at this point i really am like <laughs> I mean, let's think about this, okay? Like, we all knew this was going to happen. Despite people, you know, wanting to keep this narrative going, then they want to place all the blame on everybody else, right? I knew this was going to happen eventually when the guy didn't shoot a a shot for four straight fourth quarters. Then he came in and tried to, you know, flaunt his own chest and, you know, to D-line him, a great reporter in the city of Philadelphia talking about, oh, did you see what I did on Trey Young? It is what it is. I mean, when are we going to stop you know, this is Philadelphia, man. This is toughness and grit and, and passion and hard work. I, you know, I've had enough of it. And the fact that they try to paint this on us, 
They try to paint it. Is it our fault that a guy won't shoot a basketball five years into a career? I mean, we're talking about shooting a basketball. We're talking about, and it's not like, I know you guys re uh, remember the guy uh, who was sitting in the stands trying to teach Ben how to shoot free throws <laughs> during the game. I mean, come on, man. And it's our fault, even though we, I'm sure everybody here has a Ben Simmons jersey. I'm sure everybody uh, is in the trash. The tickets, man. <laughs> yeah, it's in the trash now. It's, it, but it's, I'm so, I, I think what I'm most mad about is the fact that how, you know, how much energy I put in before to this team and this player. And he has absolutely spit on our face. And it's not even a fact he won't shoot, but it's the fact that he keeps on spitting in our face. Jump shot video, jump shot video, <laughs> Ferrari, uh, Hourglass. John Wall on his Instagram story. Like, it's oh, just, I've had enough of it, man. The dude has no heart. And honestly, like, it doesn't even – I just feel like this is Philadelphia. Like, how does this happen again with this, like, this kind of toxic situation? I'm not even going to keep raining. I'm sorry. But listen, what's the one of y'all take it, man? The things that we were saying two years ago and everybody acted like we were just crazy Philly fans bashing our own player and all that kind <clears> of stuff, it took this long. But now it's finally at the forefront – Stephen A. Smith just screamed on ESPN that Ben Simmons has no heart. Like, how is Ben Simmons sitting in his house? The the highest of high sports analysts say what you want about Stephen A. Smith, but I'm just saying the most mainstream networks now are ripping him to shreds. How does he not feel some type of way about it? And maybe I'm thinking that's why Jason Dumas and these other guys who are, they clearly work with clutch sports. Some of these reporters are trying to put some of this nonsense out because the national media, like Eastwood just said, is catching on to it. Like you don't, they don't have leverage here. This is what I was trying to say earlier. I had tweeted it. Like obviously you would want to trade Ben Simmons probably before training camp just to get that toxic energy away from the guys on the team. But at the same time, like Daryl's been this patient and romp. I know probably rolling your eyes over there like look man like you we still have to try and get the best deal possible i really wish it was damian lillard um i don't you know it's not really looking great on that front um there's other there's names i'm sure we'll mention within this stream but oh yeah we're look, gonna man, make him pay the fines if he doesn't show up make you know the, the ball is in his court he's got to have the stones to be a grown-up grown-ass man dude show up to work you know like you're getting paid all this money like I, I didn't believe that one report. Uh, I think it had came out like a week ago saying that they were trying to decide whether, I don't know who put it out, that Ben Simmons would show up to camp. I'm like, he doesn't have the stones to do it. He's going to yeah. get asked all these questions. He, there's no way. There's just no way. It's over now, finally. Bro, this this organization is trash. I, I hate to break it to you, but it's just it's trash because we have still yet to build around a generational talent in Joel Embiid. I mean, look at the past. J.J. Redick just retired today. He averaged 18 points a game, a career high because of Joel Embiid at 33 years old. Marco Bellinelli, oh boy, 14 Rom's points per game, now, heads up. 28 games with the Sixers, a career high. It's not, it's not rocket science how to build around Joel Embiid. When you, put the, when you put players who can shoot and do things off the dribble, maybe a C.J. McCollum, it, it would ele it, he elevates players. It's the same thing with Tobias Harris, bro. Like, I don't understand why we're still trying not to build around Daryl Morey. That's why I didn't understand why Daryl Morey waited for five years to trade Ben Simmons. Like, it makes no sense. Like, this, this, uh, this organization just makes band aid moves, it doesn't really go after a problem, or do or they never think outside the box. Doc Rivers, oh, let's get Doc Rivers so the fans are happy because 
He's a, he's a veteran coach, won a championship. Daryl Morey, oh, he makes big moves. Let's get him, even though his track record is trash. Jimmy Butler, <laughs> you know, let's get him, but then not sign him long-term. Tobias Harris, like, we're just making Band-Aid moves and not actually thinking outside the box because the people running this organization are terrible. I want to I want to add on to what you said there, Rob, about building around. Right, that's something that keeps going under the radar here. And and you know all these people that keep trying to paint the narrative on us. You know how how about the fact that we acquired two great shooters, two great perimeter shooters, because the whole story before this year. But look, then see the national media never tells you this stuff. But but Sixers fans like we we watch this year by year, game by game. Right? How about the fact that we last year we're saying, oh, we got to get this terrible contract off. We got to get better shooters to pair with Joe Embiid and Ben Simmons. Mm. This is what, we, what we've been saying all year. It's not around Joe Embiid and Ben Simmons can go take a, you know, a corner spot and, you know, just drive it in a dunker spot when he wants to. No, I mean, he was supposed to be a, a scorer on his team, but the dude doesn't have heart. The dude does not have heart. And I'm, I'm just sick because this is Philadelphia. And, and it's like, it, it's like, who's, whose fault is it at the end of the day? Right. I mean, this organization deserves a lot of blame, too, because we chose Ben Simmons over Jimmy Butler. As much as we hate Brett Brown, okay, I got to say, I'm sorry, Brett. I really am, because this guy sat up there and looked like an ass and said, I want you to shoot every game the rest of the year. Mm -hmm. And we staked Brett Brown, even though he was a bad coach. That was, that was the most accountability that we saw. And, and, and I see the chat talking about it. How about this organ? Like, how can you sit as a professional organization for five <laughs> years and coddle this? Like, it's okay, Ben. Here's your max contract. Here's your car. Come to the arena. We got your back. Even these fans. Like, like again, the national stage, it's now come, like, like you guys said, it, it's now come in, in the public. But, like, we've backed this guy for so long, and every all that just goes out the door, right? But how is a professional? And Elton Brand, how the hell does he still have a oh. job? <laughs> they're helping make decisions man i just it, it's we gave you every we gave you everything that you wanted and more we gave you a max contract before you shot a basketball listen dude, i just i can't take it bro the actual reason is, is that this is a i mean aside from the 80s this is a losing franchise we were so desperate and thirsty for a superstar players so when joel and ben were here we were just like oh my god don't yeah. say anything bad about them. Just let them just put a poster up. Let's raise the ticket prices. Let's sell the jerseys. Like we, this organization was so happy to have them. So they didn't want to say anything bad about them. So we waited way too long to be like, Hey, maybe they're right. Maybe this guy needs to like learn how to shoot a basketball. You know what I mean? If it was like the Lakers or something who wins a championship like twice every decade or something like that, he would have came in and they would have been like, you need to shoot the ball. If you want to be a Laker. You know what I mean? Like this was like a desperate franchise that was so happy to have superstars that they just babied him for for way too long. And also the building around Joel Embiid thing, it's it, the fact that Ben Simmons was labeled a point guard. Oh, and I'm not sorry, Brett Brown. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that he was labeled a point guard is part of the reason because we thought we had a point guard and a center when really we had two centers. We had a center. And like, a, a, I don't know, a power forward that can't shoot. Uh, we didn't have a point guard and a center. So, you know, if it was two centers, we would have split them up a long time ago, right? You wouldn't have kept both of them. But we kept both of them because we tried to lie to ourselves that they fit together for some reason. Let me, let me ask you this, though, on, on that point, right? Like, yeah, Ben's definitely not a point guard. I think of him more as a, as a potential point forward, right? But why, why are we saying that he's not a point guard? It's because he won't shoot a basketball. The guy, the guy can facilitate. 
He could yeah. do everything. He won't shoot, right? So it's like, like nobody ever, like just in in that organization, just said Ben, like, okay, we're it's year two now, it's year three, it's year four. You might want to shoot the ball again. Like, are we crazy? Or, I mean, we sit here every. We used to defend this guy, and then, I mean, it's not our fault for expecting that the dude was going to eventually try to shoot a basketball in a game. Like, I don't know. You know what, though? Crazy. Like, this is always going to be the narrative, and I know Stephen A. is one of them that always says it. He's like, oh, Ben Simmons is a jump shot away from being, you know, what is it, top 10? You know what? Screw that. We've watched this guy for four years. It's way more than that. The guy in the playoffs every single year, he doesn't even touch the ball in the half court. He doesn't even look to score. He can't shoot free throws still. He'll have a month where he shoots 68%. And I'm one of the idiots who fell for it. And it's like, oh, man, he's turning the corner. And then the next couple of months, he's too scared to go to the foul line. He has a lot to work on. His finishing is not even that good. I feel like how many times – that's the sole reason why he was too scared to dunk the ball. Well, obviously, he didn't want to go to the foul line. But, like, how many times did you see this guy miss easy layups? He takes that dumb hook shot. Good luck to whoever's trying to whoever trades for this team and tries to fix him. Good luck not only figuring out the shooting thing. Good luck figuring out what position this guy is. Good luck figuring out that stupid hook shot. His one night wanting to go out and be a top ten player, the next night not even caring. Like good luck with all that. It is it is so much more than just the jump shot. The media will say this. Yeah. I know it's gonna happen. He's gonna get traded somewhere, and the team's like, oh man, he's gonna come here. He's gonna start shooting. He's gonna be a top ten player. It's a lot more to work on. Free throws, I said it all, man. He's he's a liability in the half court. He's not that good of a finisher. No mid-range game. Like, there's so much to basketball, you know? And he's – I just – he was standing in the dunker spot the last three years in the postseason, man. <laughs> as much as I trash the Sixers organization, there is a reason they put Ben Simmons with the ball in his hands because he's nothing without it. This notion that he's a power forward, he's a terrible screener, he doesn't he's when he doesn't have the ball, he just drifts to the short corner and he's non-existent. When he doesn't have the ball, he doesn't know what to do. He needs to have the ball in his hand to be successful. And he doesn't have a jump shot. He doesn't have anything really offensively, if we're being completely real, besides him being an athletic freak of nature. So, like this notion that he's a power forward is ridiculous. The only way his career will get sh- get saved where he's a credible player on a good playoff team is if he goes to the Warriors um, with Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and all those shooters that, and a yeah. good organization, if he goes to Minnesota, you could kiss his career goodbye or whatever <laughs> because that's not going to happen. But the Warriors already have Draymond Green, who's way smarter, way, 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 way better defender. All you <laughs> defender lovers out there, way better defender. And he can't shoot, so why would they add Ben Simmons next to Draymond? It doesn't make sense. I think the thing that pisses me off most is that, and I've been saying this for like, you know, a couple months now, like Ben Simmons, let's be honest. He wasted our best chance at a championship. This was, this was our best opportunity. And he may have wasted the best years of Joel Embiid's career um, for his on, not even in a bit, just his unwillingness to, to get better. And, and that's just a, that's a disrespect to everybody that's put on a Sixers Jersey, honestly. And it's a disrespect to us as well. I just can't believe he's going to sit out like <laughs> nobody nobody's offering anything for you. So what are you going to do? You're just going to sit there. Well, 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 let, actually, let's talk about that. Right. Because I put it in my video earlier. Right. Bobby Marks, who's a great ESPN insider. He knows his stuff. He tweeted out and he said, uh, this is an un, this is unprecedented. A guy with four years left 
on his contract trying to sit here and act like he has all the leverage in the situation. Like, okay, I mean, realistically, let's be honest, the Sixers could, if they wanted to be petty, they could sit here for the next four years and let this guy sit at home. Like, it's crazy, right? So, yeah. like. And they don't have to pay him. No, they right. don't. And he's going to get half his salary and this and that. But, you know, is Ben Simmons really going to let $16 million go? Like, I, I don't know. The guy, I mean, I see it on his Instagram. He loves his fireplaces, his cars, his, his motorcycles, everything. Like, gonna, I don't know. How, I don't how's, know. He gonna, how's he going to get half his salary? So, on uh, on October 1st, he's guaranteed half of his salary because Elton Brand doesn't know how to write a contract. Half, half, of, his, half of his signing oh. bonus. Half of his signing bonus. Yeah, it's like sixteen million. Yeah, yeah, sixteen million. Um, yeah. and then I think he forfeits like two two hundred thousand dollars a day for every uh practice or game he misses. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I want to hear from you guys in terms of like, okay, now you're Daryl Morey. Let's let's go around it and say, all right, what what do we do at this point? Before we do that, though, let's hit these two super chats. Shout out to Aaron with the ten dollars super chat. Appreciate it. Says, here's my pitch: trade Ben for me. I'll take open threes. I may only hit 30% or less, but at least I'm not scared. I may be a defensive liability, but so is Trey Young, and we're the same height. <laughs> there you go. I'll beat the Hawks if we have them, if we're being honest. We just needed somebody who wasn't in the way. Yeah, and, and not to break to you guys, I had an argument with someone about this earlier. Ben Simmons didn't play good defense in that series, by the way. But that, that's what I'm that's saying, man. Take. One game, one game where he put right. up five points, 15 rebounds, and 15 assists. That was the only game. And I was like, okay, fine. He didn't score. He didn't score more than five points. I mean, that just sounds stupid every time I say it. But uh, you know, if you play great defense on Trey Young, give me fifteen and fifteen, whatever. You know, that's the point I was at. I was like, uh, whatever. I wasn't happy, but I was like, whatever. It got even worse than that. Did the dude was scared, and honestly, at at a point, I almost thought that he that he was trolling in that series. I mean, he. We we knew what happened in Game Five. The same thing happened in Game Seven. It's crazy. You want a hot take? Yeah, give it to us. Tyrese Maxey would have done a better job if he got if he was given a chance throughout the whole series. He would have done a better job because he's quicker laterally, and Ben Simmons he struggles with smaller guards. I think I think if Maxey got if if Maxey was played all year and he had confidence, I think he would have gave Trey Young. Now he would he probably still would have got like twenty five on his head, but I think I don't know. I think Ty, Tyrese Maxey well, Tyrese is underrated. a threat to score at least, you know. And it's and then and then you could put and then you could put Ben on someone else. You could put Ben on on his position where he's better suited defending that player. Maybe Kevin Herter because somehow Kevin oh, Herter's outplaying God. Ben Simmons, outplaying Tobias Harris, outplaying uh, Kevin. Either way, that, that's why. Man. Either way, that's that's why you need scorers in the NBA because Trey Young's getting thirty five and fifteen no matter what you do. You yeah. know what I mean? You got to yeah. be able. What comes down to the fourth quarter, you got to be able to score points. So Trey Young's going to kill anybody, especially with the way you know. <laughs> The refs were calling it at least last year. Apparently, they're going to call it differently now. We'll have to see Ugh. if that actually happens. But uh, yeah. you know, Trey Young is going to get his no matter what. That's why I don't care about this defensive player that can't play the offensive side of the ball. It's stupid to me. Yeah, I agree. And also, in terms of what Aaron said, I just want to say something as well. Like, there's no holding back. Okay, let's be honest. Okay. If Aaron, anybody else in the chat, by the way, we got 340 people here. Shout out to everybody, man. Appreciate you guys being here. Look, if if I was in the NBA or anybody here in this chat or or any of these three, like when you go to a basketball court, what's the first thing you do before you even put your shoes on? You're pulling up from the corner. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, <laughs> like we play. In your how slippers. Many, 
Yeah, how many games yeah. do we play a season? Like, you're telling me this guy won't sh- – like, he's that scared to shoot a – like, really? Really? Like, okay, let's go play baseball, guys. Let's not swing the bat. <laughs> we, may, we may bat 200 for the year, but really? Like, come on now. Come on, it's crazy. And it gets oh. even crazier when you see guys like Dwight Howard and, and Andre Drummond, mm-hmm. you know? Like, when they're absolutely yeah. wide open, they're like, yeah, screw it, I'll shoot the ball. Like, that's how yeah. most people are. Yeah, screw it. I'll shoot it. Who cares if it hits off the top of the backboard? It doesn't matter. I don't know why he's so scared to shoot. You just yeah. reminded me that Andre Drummond's on the team. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. We'll get to that. Hey, at least he'll try, you know? Shout out to uh, He Checks with Vic with the uh, $5 Super Chat. Appreciate it. Um, <laughs> I hope Embiid or Maxi posterizes the heck out of Ben. Yo, I actually was about to tweet this earlier, and I forgot it. Guys, ah, at yeah. first, we were, we were just talking about this um, – before the stream, but that first game when Ben Simmons returns, you can best believe I, I I'm already thinking about booking tickets to that game. I, I hope everybody shows up. Honestly, Ben Simmons might pull up on the injury report with some <laughs> leg cramp before the game because wouldn't be surprised. I I mean, I like that will that will repair part of me. You know, seeing Joe LMB take Ben in the post. I know what's going to happen. The crowd is going to rise at the Wells Fargo. <laughs> Everybody's going to go crazy, and Joel's going to slam on him. And he's going to get the crowd pumped up. I can't wait for that. That that will make me feel a little bit better. He's going to have to face the music at some point. I mean, he's scared to come back here. He's going to have to come back here at some point. He can't yep. avoid it forever. And the fans are going to be ready for it. I hope he gets traded to an Eastern team just for that reason, too. I, I would agree with you, Stephen, but nah. You know, send this guy to, to the west side. Of Minnesota, <laughs> <right>? <laughs> send him to Minnesota. Let him freeze, okay? Actually, no. And this is what I wanted to get to, because I want to hear your guys' thoughts. Because I feel like I, I don't feel like anybody's going to agree with me on this. But but if you guys are Daryl Morey right now, let's go around. Ugh. What what, oh, what is the plan now? So, as I've been saying, the Sixers tried to call Ben Simmons' bluff. This has gotten so ugly, and now Ben Simmons kind of fired back. All right, I'm not coming to camp. Okay, fine, Ben. You're you're going to sit out. Do the Sixers cave in? What does Daryl Morey do now, or does he hold packs? I want to hear from you guys. See, this is the confusing thing. Like, all these reports come out. How many teams have we heard? We've heard, what, Golden State, the Dame stuff, occasionally the Bradley Beal thing, Sacramento. Uh, who am I missing, guys? Is there any teams? Minnesota, I think I had said that. You mean San like Antonio? teams or teams that people wrote Yeah, about? San Antonio. People wrote, people wrote an article I mean, every day. That's a good question. Like, part of me wonders, like, I mean, it's Daryl Morey. Like, he has to have been shopping this guy. Like, especially the last month or two, you know, as you approach the season. I mean, we all know the reports. I believe the reports that they were trying to wait for Damian Lillard. I don't even know if you can wait anymore. Um, For a while, I didn't want anybody but Dame or maybe even Bradley Beal. But I'm talking myself into – because the Minnesota uh, rumor came out. I'm a big fan of Anthony Edwards. I, I don't really like D'Angelo Russell. I think he's a, like, it'd be nice to have a point guard like him, but I think Anthony Edwards is like a nice young dynamic player. Maybe get like a draft pick too from them or something. Minnesota sucks. So you send them over there, cold weather. Not They're not going to do anything. Send them over there with those, those young guys. They're not going to accomplish anything in the West. Um, if you get Anthony Edwards, that's that's a young guard that can score. You have him, Tyrese Maxey, and Bede. I think you can clear. I don't know how it works cap wise, but Stephen, we've been there, through this, no, man. No we, we've been through this Edwards. on the phone, Stephen. Come on, man. What's wrong with Anthony dreaming. Edwards? Dude, they are Nothing's hanging up the okay, phone, gonna, bro. No, some people are like, dude, Anthony Edwards, you're gonna trade Ben Simmons for Anthony Edwards? Yeah, no, man. Well, that's, that's, that's the Sixers Twitter sphere. 
bro, trust me. Whatever Sixers Twitter saying, it we probably should do the opposite. Dude, I'm sorry, guys, Anthony. but that's just my honest opinion. Let, let me, yeah, but a wise Minnesota <laughs> Wait, is not a Anthony fan of Edwards. Anthony Edwards. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying the the Minnesota would hang up the phone. Oh yeah, 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 we, yeah. yeah. I agree. It's like no way. D low probably, but I guess I would talk myself into D low. It's just I, I don't know. I, I want somebody dynamic, you know. Like I, I think D low is good. I was telling Romp, this is a hot take. I'm going to get flamed for it in the chat. I think D-Lo's good. I really do. Maybe he comes here and is better because, like you said, these guys come here and they're just better. J.J. Redick. Uh, Seth Curry's another one, by the way. I feel like he had a really good – he had a career year. But D-Lo, to me, is like the Tobias Harris of point guards, man. Like, good, he, not great. That's just was, my opinion. He was an all-star last time he was healthy. Was he? You know what I mean? Yeah, in Brooklyn. he The guy played 61 games one time in his career. Hmm. He he's injured all the time. When yeah. he's healthy, he's good. <laughs> well, mm. so so Steven, so you're saying that the Sixers at this point, if you were Daryl Morey, you would just try to acquire kind of like a, a better fit starter, like a D-Lo or a player like that. Yeah, after just shitting on him, I don't mean that in the worst way possible, but yeah, like you, you have to at this point. It's so toxic. Like you just can't have this guy on the team while they're sitting there going to training camp. Like you you need to figure out what's going on this season. The t- the clock is ticking on that. The clock is ticking yeah. on Embiid, man. He's in his prime. Like, let's not let's yeah. not mess around anymore. I agree. Shout out to Alec with the super chat, by the way. He says, I like Drummond. I think he'll be better this year. He's going to have a whole offseason with the Sixers. Howard low-key costed with fouls in the playoffs. Uh, your guys' quick thoughts on that? Yeah, I was just – I was trolling with that comment. I think Drummond's actually a solid addition, but, like, it's Andre Drummond. So, like, I'm not, I'm not going to get excited about it when Ben Simmons – like, if Ben Simmons was traded, then I would – I would be in a better mindset, but just having that cloud over my head, I'm not really positive right now. But I will say this. Um, I think Joel Embiid and Tyrese Maxey can save this organization because something that's been lacking that I am pissed off about is the organization, of course. But just like we have no culture, we have no identity, there's nothing. Like I'm a Ravens fan and just going from the Sixers to the Ravens is just a huge jump just because like every player who goes in that organization has nothing but great things to say about them. But like the Sixers, I still don't know what our identity is. Like even with the Eagles, when they won, they had veterans like Malcolm Jenkins, Jason Kelsey, um, Nick Foles is a good leader. Doug Peterson at the time was so like, we gotta, we gotta have an identity. We gotta build a culture because that's how you win in the NBA when you're not going to get the big names. And Tyrese Maxey, the way he works, his smile, like he's just a positive guy, positive guy that a lot of people like. So you could build a team around him and Embiid and actually build a culture and an identity. And that's been lacking for years. The Raptors did it, and that's how they won. The Pistons did it back in the day. That's how they won. That We need to do that or we're going to go nowhere. They love they love Maxi because he wants to be great, and Philadelphia loves that kind of player. And they could just tell, and you could tell from the jump that Ben Simmons, he's just not he's not for this city. He's not for this city at all. Um, you know, and when you talk about people defending him, it's just the internet age. That's all it is. Trust me. In 1996, if this happened, there wouldn't be a single person defending this guy because you wouldn't be seeing comments on the internet all day long. The only time you would hear the conversation is outside talking to real people, and no real person outside. <laughs> is defending Ben Simmons at this point. I, I'm convinced it's just eggs on Twitter 
with 18 followers and and <laughs> and walk and walk with Lyle for some reason is still out there. He's still out there, man. He's still I respect him honestly. I respect and him I, too. And I and I, I respect him and I like talking to him about the Eagles too, but I cannot I can't believe that dude's still defending Ben Simmons, man. But no, nah, it's just a new age of 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 this internet fan that probably never even been to Philadelphia that's just like Philly's toxic and runs all players out of town. That's yeah. all it is. I agree. But um, all right, so we got Steven's take. So I want to hear from you two, DJ and Rom. So if you're Daryl Morey, like taking everything into account, like right now, what do you think we should do as we head into camp? Like right now? With the yeah. Ben Simmons what, situation? What, what is your what would I do? I would trade him as soon as possible. Like you can get all fancy and be like, oh, let's make him wait, but that's not gonna do anything for Joel Embiid. So like just make the best trade possible, even if it is getting a bunch of role players. It's better than Ben Simmons. Like people are acting like he averaged 20 points a game in the playoffs. He's he's he DJ Eastwood could do what Ben Simmons did sit in the short corner and look pretty like, come on now. I would they would leave me open at least once and I would shoot it. I, you know, <laughs> I would shoot it for sure. I haven't shot NBA range in a long time, so I'd probably airball it, but I, I would at least shoot it. But I, I got to honestly. Um, so if there's no good deal to be had, and listen, I want to back to the contract thing because he signed a contract and it's guaranteed money, but it's guaranteed money if you show up to work. I'm pretty sure you have to play for that contract to be valid. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm pretty sure you can't voluntarily just walk away from the game and get all that money. I don't think you can. If you break your leg or something, I just don't think you can quit and get paid. So that contract he's not getting that money period maybe maybe half of that signing bonus or whatever but i think the sixers could even argue that and you know i don't know the legality of it but i'm just saying i don't think you get paid if you don't show up to work and if he's not going to show up if there's no deal to be had right now and there's no deal to be had at the trade deadline oh god I might, if you get there man no seriously i might oh, let him god. sit until the trade deadline just to take all those millions of dollars from him before we get <laughs> nothing in return because we're going to get nothing in return anyway well, wait, before – I don't mean to interrupt. When was James Harden – that trade went down how many weeks? That was early into the season, right? The James Harden trade last season? Yeah, yeah it was early on. I don't know. I almost yeah, wonder if we could get a similar to. deal here. Like maybe somebody becomes available all of a sudden. I, I don't know. Well, the thing about James Harden is that he came and he played. And he played and well. James Harden too. And he acted like he was fat. Yeah, yeah the fat suit. <laughs> <And, uh, laughs> oh my god, yo, that was. But but everybody. But the thing is, the last I feel like the last thing we saw of James Harden was he was absolutely dominating, and then he yeah. just came out and just said, "All right, you know, I, I don't want to play on this team anymore," and he was gone the next day. But like the last image that we have of Ben Simmons is him passing up that that shot, and, and just yeah. being terrified. So. I think Harden threatened to hold out a training camp, and then uh, they were nah. like, "We're not." They were like, "We're not trading you." And then he showed up anyway because Harden's not an idiot. Like it seems like Ben Simmons is. He's like, "I'm not costing myself 1.5 mil. I'll show up in a fat suit and drop 40." Yeah. You know, <laughs> like yeah. at least he showed up, and he made it clear as day that he doesn't want to be there. And at least he showed mm-hmm. up and showed people he could still play. And then he had some trade value, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hey, shout out to the Nest Out West Greek content creator and shout out to everybody in here, man. We uh we're live on two channels. We got 460 people up in here. Guys, give us your thoughts, yeah. uh, comments, reactions. All the channels are down on the banner below. Subscribe to all these guys. All right, my turn because I, I wanted to go last for a reason. Because honestly, I didn't think anybody was going to agree with me. But listen to this, guys. 
I've had enough. Okay. I, I don't care. I I say we keep Ben Simmons. Yeah, that's right. I say we keep Ben Simmons. And here's why, here's why I say that. Number one, if we feed into this and we end up trading him now within a week or two, guess what? There you go, Ben. Just like everything else in your life, nah, this yeah. as well. You're handing it right to him. And and now in this age of like sports, it all started with Le'Veon Bell a couple years ago. Now these guys, it does like like DJ just said, like, are we serious? This guy signed a five-year, like he has to show up for work five years. Now one year yes. in, oh, I'm done. I'm done. I'm Ben Kardashian. I'm gonna go sit home. Screw you guys. You, you know, Ben Simmons could have handled this. I, I made this reference earlier. You know what John Wall's doing right now with the Rockets, right? He said, All right, let's work together on a trade. It'll help both of us out. Ben Simmons said no. Rich Paul said no. We're, we're, we're going to play this game a, a chess or chicken or whatever you want to call it. If I'm the Sixers, nah, screw it. We either get a star in return. Because a week ago, I was like, all right, I'll settle for a D'Lo. I'll settle for a Brogdon, whatever. Let's get a better fit for a team. No. No, I'm not I'm not settling now. Because then we're giving Ben exactly what he wants. And the dude is spitting in our face. And that's how I feel, man. We, we sit him, make him look like an ass. Because any other team's got to take on that baggage. Even though they're taking on potential, they're also taking on the fact that Ben Simmons, you know, what What if their team doesn't do what he wants? What if, what if their fans criticize him? What, is he going to exactly. sit out? Then he's going to go somewhere else? You see what I mean? So yeah, it's it's a big liability. That's just how I'm feeling. But I, I'd love to get your guys' thoughts on that. Ultimately, ultimately this is Daryl Morey's fault for not pulling the trigger early enough. Because now we're definitely not going to start get get a star, and now we're I don't even know if we could get Brogdon. I don't even know if we could get D Low anymore because Maury sat on his face and was like, "Oh, I'm getting a star in return." <laughs> like I don't understand how we were expecting an All Star RB. I'm gonna be real. I don't get how we were getting an All Star from Ben Simmons unless Tyrese Maxey was in the deal, unless Matisse Thybul was in the deal. Like I don't get it. Also, I just want to say Portland. I I saw this clip today of Chauncey Billups. Portland Trailblazers head coach two years ago, he said he was asked if it was worth tanking for Ben Simmons. He was like, no, I, I would take Brandon Ingram over. <laughs> I just want to bring yep. that up. Would you um, guys but, take Brandon Ingram though in a trade? Oh, for heck that got yeah. brought up. I'll take anyone. I'll take okay. you, Steven. <laughs> at, I'm the, done. at this at this point. Yeah. But that's why I'm, I'm agreeing with RB on keeping him because we're screwed either way at this point. And so I'd rather mm-hmm. at this point, I'm not saying Daryl Morey didn't wait too long. I would have liked this to be over on draft night. Uh, but at this point, I'd rather him just play hardball and be like, okay, yeah. you know what? We're screwed either way. I would rather wait to the trade deadline now. So if you yeah. want to sit out, have fun. Uh, you know, I don't know how you're going to pay for all the stuff you have. I mean, you waited this long. You could have these deals we were talking about earlier for like Brogdon and stuff. They would have been done already by now. That's something that can I feel like that can get done at any time. Like the reason why you wait is maybe like, I don't know, maybe Portland's terrible. Maybe, you know, Dame's not happy with the coaching staff. They really didn't do anything this offseason yet again. Let's just call it what it is to maybe a couple weeks, a month into the season. He requests out. He finally requests out. That was so annoying this whole offseason. These guys reporting that. It is expected that Damian Lillard is going to request out. Can you guys, like, I'm so sick of the reporting. Like, come out and say something concrete. Let's stop doing this, like, half in, half out. I was so sick of it. Like, I I legit thought we were getting Damian Lillard, man. I was so excited. And, again, maybe it could still happen, but you've waited this long. It's been, when did the season end? It's been since uh, June. June. It's been since June, guys. 
Well, let, let, let me tell you this. Like, I the reason I think, obviously, we had the thing like, oh, is a star going to request out? And yeah, Daryl did kind of, I mean, he waited as long as he could. But I will also mention this, that Bradley Beal has to sign his extension. Mm-hmm. You know, like, he's going to be looking for that extension early on in the season. If he doesn't sign it, he may be on the move as well. But overall, I you know, we heard all these talks about Daryl trying to acquire all these picks. I truly believe that that's what Daryl is trying to do. I feel like he wants to get as much assets as he can and then in turn flip them at the right time. Um, and I feel like he never got that offer because, as we know, Ben diminished his own trade value. And now it's diminished even more. And that's why I do feel like we're going to keep him. And I feel like it, uh-huh. Daryl Morey, he's not like go back through his track history. When is Daryl Morey traded for an average Joe? No, right. it's always a star. It's always a, you know, he makes a trade, sends hard. No, you know, it's always what Kyle Ron wants to talk so bad right now. Um, I don't <laughs> think we're screwed. I really don't. Um, if we trade Ben Simmons, like Joel Embiid plus minus in the playoffs, I know plus minus is a iffy stat, but like when he's on the court, you know, plus 254 in his playoff career. So, like, how about we actually get some role players? So when he's out of the game, we don't have to worry about a score. Like, I don't understand. Like, we still haven't we haven't built around Embiid yet. And like I said earlier, JJ Redick had a career year. And what happened to him after he left Embiid? He literally retired. Like, we had Ursan Ilyasova doing well too. Like, <laughs> if we build a team around Embiid, I'm not saying it's gonna beat the Nets. I'm not saying it's gonna beat the Bucks. But one thing I know clear is they're actually going to put up a fight because it's going to be Tyrese Maxey, Tobias, and Joel Embiid. And even though I am very critical of Tobias, he puts it all on the line. He may fail, but at least he tries. I just want a team that has fun and that actually tries. Ben Simmons choked because he didn't try. Like if you build a team coherent, every position complements Embiid, just like the Bucks with Giannis, maybe we get a crazy run. Mm-hmm. But with this holding out of Ben Simmons, we don't even have a chance for that. Plus, you're playing with fire with Embiid getting pissed off at the organization. It's just not worth the risk. I don't care. Ben Simmons already has all the money in the world. That's not a problem. I'm sure he's investing it, I hope. I don't know. He probably has people around him. I, uh, he's pretty no, dumb, so I won't give him that much credit. But yeah, GPA I don't know. It's was just, terrible, we're playing with fire. Listen, so Listen, this guy, he's made, he's, made, he's made $46 million off of the Sixers so far. He's not going to get a cent of the 170 if he doesn't show up. He has a lot of cars, a lot of car insurance. He has maids. He has bills at a $27 million mansion. He's got a lot of shit to pay for. He needs some money. He's going to need some money. So, did, you ever, did, you ever hear this, did you ever hear the story of MC Hammer? Did you ever hear the story of MC Hammer? He got, he got sued by a record company. Didn't start stop making a dollar a month after his record sold or whatever. He was selling Lamborghinis and stuff out of the back of his house, bro. He, telling you, he mm. needs money. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, I hear you guys on both sides. Shout out to, uh, we got 510 people up in here. So let's read the super chat. Show him a question. Thank you. My man says Ben thinks it's fun to poke the bear, bring him back to Philly one game, please. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If he comes back, I'm telling you that place is going to be, that place is going to be rocking. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, <laughs> they have a little bit extra security that night. Dude, um, I think I will spend a lot of money on a courtside seat. It would be top notch. Uh Matthew with the two dollar super chat. I know you hate him, but you can't waste his value. There is I mean, he's wasted our time. He's wasted Joel Embiid and his chance to maybe one of his best chances to win a championship. So 
I hear what Rob's saying, but at the same time, like, I'm not going to let this guy take advantage of us and, and then just walk away. Like, I'm sorry. I, I don't, I really don't want to give into what this guy is saying, man. It, it tu- mm. It's tough. Like, like Rom said earlier, it's on. So this is a pride. This is a pride thing now is what I'm getting at. Yeah. At, I don't, at a point it is becoming a Maury pride. You can't thing. think like that. I, you're a fan. So I understand it. Well, you got to do what's best Maury for the organization. Like right. But right. at the end of the day, what is out there? That's right. what I'm saying. Like you, what we want to talk about Malik getting in, All right, but D'Lo, they're they're not. We're not beating the Nets with D'Lo and Malcolm Brogdon. That's we're not beating saying. the Nets as now. I agree. I agree. I agree. But okay, are we going to? What do we get? What do you do if we keep Ben Simmons? I don't get. Like, can you give me like a roadmap of what we're going to do if we keep Ben Simmons so I can feel nice about it? Band <laughs> his fears and build up his value and trade him for four picks. That's what we're going to do, and then we're going to flip but, those picks. What I got laughed at for saying that in the beginning of the year, and I was like, dude, yeah, you don't no have to trade value. Ben. You don't have to trade Ben. You don't have to trade Ben for Dame. You can actually do it. You can actually do it a different way and get picks. Like, I don't understand. Like, now we're doing yeah, it. doesn't matter was- how it's done. Uh, I mean, everybody, is- that's the thing. People, the Sixers ben. are going to get clowned like by the media. They're like, oh, you traded him for picks, but – you know, you got to realize, like, sometimes you have to make a minor move to make, you know, set up the bigger one if somebody does become available. Mm-hmm. So I would like to think, too, like, here's the thing, man. God, like Daryl's reputation. He has a really good reputation around the league. I would like to think he's been on the phone with teams and he's like, look, man, if I acquire a certain amount of picks, like, if, you know, will you take this then if I flip it for one of your star players? But uh, I, I don't know. Like, it's been so long. Is even though we can see through it, Daryl Morey is trying to build up Simmons because our thing is like, okay, we acquire Malcolm Brogdon. What if he gets hurt halfway through the season and he never lives up to anything? Okay, guess what? We're screwed. By right. Joel Embiid and B requests a trade. We're back in a rebuild. We know we're overpaying to buy uh, Tobias Harris, even though he can be a good third option. Can't show up that much in the playoffs. But that's my thing. It's like, I don't know. It's tough. RB. It's a tough situation. It is. Let it me is. just say this. Maury is an idiot because <laughs> he could have just traded for Brogdon and everyone would have been fine. You know why? Because we all, all of us probably at one point talked ourselves into Al Horford. I yeah. myself was a big believer <laughs> in that contract. So if he traded, if he traded Simmons for Brogdon right away, this would be a whole different atmosphere. We would be talking ourselves in the Maxine Brogdon backcourt of the future, and we wouldn't have to worry about it. But Maury is stupid and try to get a star for Simmons. Well, so. We can talk ourselves into it all we want. The fact of the matter is, come playoff time, I'm not trying to go home in the second round again. That's the, I mean, but like if you keep Ben, you're going to go home in the first round or maybe not even <laughs> make the playoff. <laughs> I don't think the, val- I don't think what the value I'm, is I'm, there anymore. What I'm saying is I'm not keeping Ben to, you know, go on another playoff run. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying okay. I, I don't want this guy who pretty much just diminished his own value and our chances at, at getting more. Because mm-hmm. let's not forget, at one time, Ben Simmons was involved in a James Harden trade package. Right. And now we can't get dirt for the guy. So all I'm saying is, like, we're going to allow this guy to play like crap, fit <clears throat> on our face, and we're just going to give him his out. You know yes. what I mean? And we may, we may be screwed for the long term because of it. I'm not satisfied with that. Just me. Well, the question then becomes, like, what's the cutoff then? Because we're talking about there's the trade for picks, and then there's the trade for, a, like, a player. Like, what's what's the cutoff? Like, what's the tier? Like, Brogdon's yeah. not enough is what we're saying? Guys like Brogdon? No, no. What, what, I'm, you know what, I mean? what I'm trying to say is, like, I would 
if it comes down to Brogdon, D'Lo, okay, fine. I will do that. But what I'm saying is, like, we got to get at least assets or picks or even a a trade package centered around picks or Mm -hmm. something because if D'Lo comes here, I like D'Lo a lot. I think he would fit well with the offense. Mm -hmm. But if he gets hurt again, guess what? But if Embiid gets hurt, like... I don't think the value's there anymore. This guy's refusing to show up to a team that he signed a contract for. Who he's ruining right, his own trade value. Yeah, if he would have let it's, it's he said he said out loud, it's not my job to raise my trade value. Yes, it is. If he would if the season would have ended and he would have swallowed his pride and he would have came up on the podium and said, <laughs> I sucked, I need to work on my game, I'm gonna work on my game, we wouldn't have believed him. But maybe other teams would have believed him, you know, and then he could have showed up to training camp and been like, hey, uh, I would like a trade, but I'm going to work hard and show other teams that I can play. Like, that's how you raise your trade value. This sitting out, refusing to play, who wants any part of that at $180 million? I don't see anybody giving up anything for him at this point. So we're saying all this bad stuff about Ben Simmons, and why why are we keeping him around anything? Like, we got to get rid of this guy. This is toxic for everyone in the locker room like if we keep him our season's done there's there's nothing to this season it's just just write it off because there's no way we're doing anything we might make the playoffs but like why not just get him out of here fresh new start a hope for maxi's potential because i'm a big believer in maxi i believe he's going to be a top five point guard 10 years down the road and i'm telling you that dude has it he has that it factor to be the centerpiece of an organization to build a culture with Embiid. I'm telling you. So let's get complimentary pieces and role players. And also I want to say, even though we're shitting on Ben Simmons, like I'm going to be real. We didn't lose that series because of Ben Simmons. We lost it because of Doc Rivers. I'm not going to let this whole Ben Simmons thing, because we've seen Ben Simmons be trash all year long. We knew what what he was coming into the playoffs. Mm. I'm not going to let that override the fact that we still have problems in Doc Rivers. I'm, I'm scared Doc Rivers isn't going to play Tyrese Maxey. That's what I'm afraid about because, <laughs> oh, he's 22 years old. Oh, like, come on, man. We we got oh, Daryl Morey as an he's issue. He's only 21. He's not even 22. He's definitely not <laughs> he's old enough. He's only 21. Definitely Doc not is going to look at Doc. that and be like, we can't play him. <laughs> hey, let me let me read some of these super chats. So Aaron with the $5 super chat, appreciate it. it says, healthy and beat on his own is a guarantee 50 games. He's that good. Keep Ben's diva ass till the trade deadline. Get the <sighs> best deal possible. And then we have uh, Suns Geek. Shout out to Suns Geek again. Great content creator. Be sure to uh, go check him out on YouTube as well. This is great stream, guys. Keep up the great work. Everyone, Hulk smash the like button. Thank you, Suns Geek. We appreciate you, man. Um, let's see. We have – sorry if, if we're missing these. There's a lot of comments coming in. We got Hetero says, I 1,000% agree with the dude in the white hoodie. Um, yes. We got Wesley Stone. The two- <laughs> Super damn, Chess. Ron. Yes. Oh, damn, bro. Holding it hey, down. Bro. Oh, man, go. I'm going to get cocky like Ben Simmons now. Rob, <laughs> Rob, will you make some merch that says dude in the white hoodie? Just dude, in the hoodie. White hoodie. dude in the white hoodie. Bro. <laughs> ah, man, this yep. is toxic. We got, uh, let's Great, see, man. we got James Duncan with the $5. Hey. Says, this goes to Romp stream setup fund hell. I'm perfectly <laughs> set up my Dude, I was thinking yeah. about, like, adding a Ben Simmons holding bricks in the back, but then I was like, nah, he ain't worth that. Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna upgrade my system, upgrade my setup for trash Sixers. Like come on now. Hey, we got uh hetero says don't sleep on Maury trying to trade Tobias. I I would have been okay with that too, honestly. So yeah, me too. 
But yeah, yeah we got 530 people in here. Shout out to everybody. I mean, it's a good debate. Like I, I like going, I like talking with these guys because they know their stuff. Um, at the end of the day, to kind of wrap up that, like all I'm saying is like I don't like Ben Simmons just getting his way every single time. Um, I understand that this season it's going to be tough either way. Like, okay, I, I you know, I'm fine with, with acquiring a better fit, but at the end of the day, it's like, what is the long-term goal? Like, how long before Joe and Labide sits here and says, I want out? You know, like, mm. you get to do this once. Man, so. if they mess that relationship up, man, count me out, man. I don't know if I can do it anymore. <laughs> do you ever think maybe he's not coming back to Philly because of his girlfriend? Damn. <laughs> dude, that's, I mean, an Insta- that's an Instagram model, dude. That's L.A. or Miami. She's not coming to Philly. Right. She's not going to Minnesota. She don't even know what Philly is. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was that her? Somebody had posted a picture. I think it might have been her wearing a free. I noticed it was a Sixers T-shirt yeah. or something, man. Like the, the trolling, I'm just so over. I need this to end. I'll be happy when he's gone. I definitely will. And if that comes with a a good fit point guard, fine. I, I'm perfectly fine. But I just, I don't know. There's a, like Ben Simmons just rubs me the wrong way. Like, and I feel like we're gonna give him exactly what he wants. I do. If we're gonna trade him, at least trade him to to some scrub team. Honestly, yeah. Wesley with the two uh, dollar super chat says waste a year of in Beach Prime out of spite. How about the fact that Simmons wasted four years of it out of spite <laughs> because he yeah. won't shoot a basketball? Like, see what I mean? It's people that just love to flip the narrative. Like, wait, wait, wait. so so Wesley, so Wesley was was defending Ben Simmons with all of his might for like two years on YouTube, and now he wants to trade Ben Simmons. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay, Wesley Stone, I got you. All right. <laughs> I think us as fans have to take accountability too because there's a lot of <clears throat> there's a lot of Ben Simmons supporters. Like I think you Ben Simmons supporters got to look yourself in the mirror and like just like look at yourself and be like, why did I defend this guy so much? Like, and just just make sure it doesn't happen because the fans being such big fans <laughs> played a part in us <laughs> continuing to believe in him. I'm just saying. I it think, was really, it was really pure denial because you don't want to hate somebody that you love, you know. It's, a, I'm telling you, I, 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 I've compared it to an abusive boyfriend before. A girl a does, a girlfriend doesn't. She, she keeps giving him chances because she loves him. She doesn't want to hate him, but he keeps punching her in the face. Eventually, <laughs> the guy's punching you in the face. Get out of there. <laughs> oh my. Well, I'll, I'll admit it here. Um, like. I had my moments over the last couple of years. Like he'll come out and have a great game and I'm on here. Like, this is what I want and everything like that. And I, you know, I'll see some people in the chat or the comments and they'll be like, what do you Steven? You were defending this guy. Now you want him traded? Like, dude, I'm a Sixers fan. Like we, we, we were content creators. We hop up on here after every game where we react to literally what we just saw. So if he played good, we're going to come up here and say he played good. If he didn't, here we are. We want him traded. That's been, that's been the majority decision of well, this panel right here, I can at least say us for the last couple of years, it's slowly built up. I feel like Eastwood probably was one of the first on board. I got to give them props for it. Um, you know, some of us qu- quicker to hop on the boat than others. Uh, you know, like I-, I just don't understand why everything, not everything's black and white either. You know what I mean? Like you can't just be like, oh, I always wanted to trade Ben Simmons or, oh, I always, exactly. you know, I always yeah. like the guy. He's, you know, he's going to tear it up on another team. Like, it's 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 almost like I hate to make this comparison. It reminds me of politics because everybody's like, "Oh, you voted for him. I'm not going to talk to you, man. You you suck." You know what I mean? Like, 
Dude, I was. I don't know what happened. I I don't know if social media did this or what. I was a fan again just a couple months ago when he dunked on Tyler Johnson. I was literally a Ben Simmons fan again. I'm like, he's and then he went and scored 42 points. I was like, that's it. He's unleashed. But it was all because it was before the All Star break and he wanted to go to the All Star game. It's rough, man. It's rough. Shout out to Rob Dredden with the twenty dollars super chat. Appreciate it. Says, "What up, fellas? Hall of Fame group in the building." I'm going to the Eagles game in Dallas. Going to be chilling in the suite, repping the 215. As for Ben Simmons, I'm gonna need that number to get in touch with the mob. <laughs> ben Simmons, I'm I'm telling you guys, he like even if even though I'm saying like let's keep him out of spite, you know, he's not stepping any. He's never coming back to Philly. He's pulling a Chip Kelly here. He's going as far to the West Coast as possible. He will only come back when required to do so for a game. Like the I don't even think the dude wants to be anywhere near the East Coast. In my personal opinion. Yeah. And shout out to Wesley says it's better for both Simmons and the Sixers. What's well, a shame? Like a part of this, it's really similar. I hate to admit it. We can all agree. It's really similar to the Carson Wentz thing. You know, like I was, I was a deep Carson Wentz supporter, man. I really didn't want to see him go, but I finally realized like it was just best, you know, for both sides. The jury's still out on Jalen Hurts, but it kind of feels like, like we can agree as Eagles fans here, it feels like they kind of won that trade. You know, I'm not saying Jalen Hurts is going to be, you know, the next, you know, McNabb or whatever for the Eagles, but it kind of feels like we won the trade. The guy is somehow injured both ankles where he's at. Like, (laughs) it's not that Jalen Hurts is a better player than Carson Wentz. We just have a better fit. Like, this kind of goes to what Romp is saying. I'm kind of stealing your flame, but it's like maybe that's just the approach that has to happen here. You know, I know it's a different sport and everything like that, but maybe like. Carson like, was just terrible after his ACL injury, yeah. like, but but he tried every day, mm-hmm. and he stood out there and took hits and took hits and took hits. This would be like if Carson Wentz refused to throw the ball over ten yards, <laughs> and everybody yeah. was screaming, "Bro, you got to throw the ball farther than ten yards!" And he went out there for four straight years and literally wouldn't do it, and well, then I mean, said, "I'm not to be coming." Fair, back. He did refuse to <laughs> check the ball down and throw it away for five years, but <laughs> that is true. That is true. I agree with that. No, it'd be like a running back not running. He just gets and stands still. Like, this is so unique. I don't think people realize, like, this is going to go down in history. There's going to be a whole documentary. We might be featured in the documentary. Well, they should should make an entire decade. How about Michael Carter-Williams, who can't play after his rookie year? How about Markel Fultz, who magically forgets how to shoot the ball? This is what I'm saying, man. I'm tired of this. I'm tired. And, And it's just, I don't know. Hopefully we're like 70 years old and rich off of YouTube and they come to our house and interview us about Ben Simmons. Yeah. For 30 for 30. <laughs> I'm telling you guys, look, you want my honest opinion? Ben Simmons is going to end up being a backup four or a backup five. Mm. By the time he's 29, he's just going to be like a 11 points a game off the bench kind of guy. That's I, who, yeah, he's young. I don't think he has the heart. I, I don't. You don't. I don't also, think he cares. Yeah, and also his whole game is athleticism. When when that yeah. slows down, what's he gonna do? Yeah, <laughs> I mean we talked about it earlier. The guy can't even finish in the post, so it's like, like I, at the end of the day, like yeah, we need a better fit. I I hope Tyrese Maxey can be that. I do believe he can. I just it's just the timetable, man. Like I don't know. Maxey improved more in one season than Ben Simmons did this whole five years he's been here. Yep. That's the thing, man. The Ben Simmons supporters, man, every year it was like, oh, it's okay. He's only 22. Oh, it's okay. He's only 23, 24, yeah. 25. Yeah, like, time. Let's give stop. Time. His but numbers that- have gone down, first of all. Like, we got to stop yeah. doing that. 
That's the thing, though. Like, it's not our fault for expecting that the guy would attempt jump shots. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, it, it it's normal to expect that. And he does, he'll do it against the OKC Thunder for a game, and then he won't do it the rest of the season. Like, he watched us go out there and embarrass ourselves. And that's just not Philadelphia. So it is frustrating that Doc Rivers enabled him more than Brett Brown did. Yeah. You know, because we thought we finally got Brett Brown out of here. We're about to have a coach that's going to scream in his face and tell him to shoot the ball. And Doc came in here and was like, no, he doesn't even have to shoot at all, period. He's he's the best player ever without shooting. Watch, you're going to see. And then, you know, the truth comes to light, and Doc's like, oh, yeah, I don't know if we can win with Ben Simmons. That just <laughs> that sparks something in my head because that doesn't make sense either. Doc Rivers being the way how, like, he's old school, like, why would he do that? Because and then, everybody's scared of him. That's what. How, that, how are you scared of Ben? It like, makes no sense. Uh, but it makes no sense. Th- that that's the thing. Like I feel like Doc. Everyone was like before we signed him. Everyone's like, oh, he's gonna hold Ben accountable. That's why we got him. And Maury, yeah. another thing. Like this just ain't adding up to what Maury is. He missed out on Lowry. He missed out on not Dame, but Harden. Like I'm telling you, I have a theory. Maury ain't. He ain't running. He ain't running the organization. He's just collecting a check. This this doesn't make sense because like That's a good it point. doesn't. Looking at his track record, I have it all written down. If you want me to go over it later, it doesn't make sense what he's doing right now. So that's why I think I don't think he's running this. I don't know who is. Right, I, but the, it just the doesn't Sixers make ha- sense. The Sixers haven't drafted a, a combo guard like Tyrese Maxey in twenty years. So yeah, um, but Maury, think- his track record, he's not a good drafter. Let's not let's be fair though. He did have a good offseason last year, like getting that terrible contract off the books and bringing in Danny Green. That is he's good at that. Like that I mean he made good like he brought Seth Curry in for Josh Richardson. Like he pulled out all the strings right last year, but like this year that's that's it's the truth. Like what was I don't Dallas know. thinking? Yeah, I have no clue. Um <laughs> that's another story. How does Josh Richardson horrible, still man. get how does he still get traded? How are teams still trading for Josh Richardson? I guess that's what I'm saying, bro. There's got to be a move out there. Mm-hmm. I, f- I feel like we're going to go to camp and I feel like everybody's going to ask him every question and now it's going <clears> to <throat> become public. And what I either think is like he either makes a move within a week or we just hold on to Ben and he just plays the long game. Honestly, like, I don't know. We're, I can't it, wait to hear the media. I can't wait to hear the questions. They're going to be like, are you hopeful that Ben's going to show up at some point? <laughs> <laughs> crazy that's a philly talk podcast our guy man appreciate super chat says he scores 11 starting though exactly 11 <laughs> points uh brandon with the two hour super chat ben will be out with sickness <laughs> when he plays philly yeah i'm expecting him to show up on the injury report no doubt um shout out to hetero with the five dollar super chat the model for the sixers should be the billups wallace pistons build a great team and stop thinking about the star savior player yeah i mean it's, they, had a, they, had a, they had five all-stars on that team. Five. You know you know what I think we need, guys? I think we need a, a Jay Crowder, uh, a P.J. Tucker. I think we need a player like that. Kyle Lowry we, would have been perfect, man. We were pre, we were yeah. pounding the table yeah. for him, you know? Yeah, it, no doubt. But I, I just think we need, like, a role player that's going to stick it to somebody. I feel like we don't have that. Like, everybody's so nice. You're telling me yeah. nobody in that locker room has, has – I mean – 
Shaq said it himself. He would walk up and, and punch Ben Simmons in the face. Like he said that. He said, I want to knock him out. It is pathetic that Hawks team they lost to. Like they were on a great run, but they that was Trey Young's first playoffs. Like a, the coaching staff, uh, pretty sure that was his first playoffs. All those guys on that team. Like it's pathetic that a team with the age and experience we have. I know we're not like we're not one of the older teams in the league, but these guys have been to the playoffs and they literally punched us in the mouth. Like that's just pathetic. Dude, combo guards and shooters, man. You need it in the NBA. Like Kevin Herter was killing us. From the mid-range, man. Like, we don't have players like that. We never have players like that. Yeah. We, I'm, I'm, look, I'm fine with going with a guard that can create, man. I just – I'm just looking at the next, like, three years here. It's like we get, we got to push the right buttons, you know, because, I mean, it, believe – like, the, the main reason for this is how bad we drafted in this organization for how – I mean, we had so many draft picks – that just missed. I'm talking about not even just Ben Simmons and Markel Fultz, but how about Jalil Okafor and Timotei Lawawu and Furkan Korkmaz? Like, like so many picks that we just missed on. Yep. And it's like, you know, I mean, we, probably we could have been the Warriors. We could have been the Warriors, dude. If you think about it, like if we actually built it right and it's hit tough. on our picks – it's oh, tough, man. Why does our why does our organization run like a high school basketball team? Like people are afraid <laughs> to like acknowledge other people's weaknesses. Oh, he's he's gonna cry. Like it's weird. Yeah, like, it is weird. What? I, I don't. This is just embarrassing. This is why. Like I've. This is why. Like I'm negative. Like why should I be positive? Like this is an embarrassment to the city of Philadelphia. Like come on now. The la- the last thing I want to say on this is like. I think it's crazy, and I, I think we've all hit a realization here that twice we almost went to the Eastern Conference Finals playing four players on yeah. offense. <laughs> like it, with how how far we stretched out that Raptor series and how far we stretched out the Hawks series. Like, if we have a decent point guard that can play, and, and that's why you know if we could get another player that could give us eighteen points a game, like. We probably go to the finals. Like, there's a good chance, and we may win it this year. And that's why I will never forgive. His name's not Ben Simmons anymore. It's 2 5. I will not refer to him as Ben Simmons oh, anymore. Damn. That's why I will never damn. forgive 2 5 because, like, this was our chance. Dude, part of me is happy, though, because it's, it's going to be over soon. And, like, I was, I was so mad at this guy last year. At times, I f- found myself rooting against my own team because I just wanted. <laughs> I wanted the worst thing possible to happen so they would trade Ben Simmons. I was so sick of trying to convince myself that this is okay. Yeah, it's 5.7 rebounds, but he played good defense and he passed the ball a lot. Like, I was so sick of this nonsense. And I was like, I just hope we lose. I was still rooting, but inside of me was like, ah, if we lose, it's not that bad because then Ben Simmons will be gone. Same. Mm. It's tough, man. At the end of the day, I think we all want the same thing. How about a winner? How about how about we go past the second round for once, you know? And I, I don't yeah. think we're going to wait five years for that. I, I know I don't, but um, the, the other thing I wanted to talk about is uh, this whole blasphemy going on with John Wall. Like, I, I'm going to let you guys take it, but, <laughs> you know, what, what do you make of these rumors heating up about John Wall, Ben Simmons, swap, all that good stuff? It's uh, not no yeah, way it happens, yeah, man. Daryl waited this long. He's he's not gonna do that. Like I don't even know why that came out. I really don't. Yeah, if John Wall could like, if he showed any signs of staying healthy in the past couple of years, but I mean, 
John Wall's to the point where his contract is so massive that, like, Ben Simmons doesn't want to play. John Wall can't play. <laughs> like, one of them doesn't want to get on the court, and one of them can't stay on the court. And they both have massive contracts that nobody wants. But John Wall is just one of those 44. players, like, yeah. I don't know. It fits Maury's um, past. He signed Dwight Howard when he was out of his prime. He signed Ryan Anderson to an $80 million deal. <laughs> um, he signed Jeremy Lin. Oh, like, Jeremy Lin. <laughs> I, I don't know. He signed Omira Sheik. Like, mm. this I don't is, even know who that is. This is, this is on brand for Maury. I'm just being real. But like I said, he's not running the organization, so we don't have to worry about that. <laughs> but So Maury so got most of his credit with – the end of the Tracy McGrady Yao Ming era, right? And trading all the trading those guys for draft picks, and then flipping all of that for James Harden, like that's the one thing that he did that everybody. He also acquired Chris Paul, and for, right? he, yeah. I mean, he also acquired Chris Paul, and at one point he did acquire Westbrook, but that didn't that didn't really work out well. But like, Could've I mean, saw that a mile away. Yeah, but but at the end of the day, like, like every GM is going to make bad moves, but like Maury did have those guys in contention every year. And I, I know they had James Harden and stuff, but now there, there was a whole other thing going on with that organization in terms of like him seeing eye to eye with Dan Tony because I mean at one point they their center was like six foot seven, six foot eight. Like I, I don't know whose fault that was. So I that can't worry. He traded he traded Capella for Robert Covington, and he was like, "Let's go win a let's go win a championship with PJ oh. Tucker as a center." Like. Dude, this dude's a fraud. Like, I hate don't to break it to him. Don't you think that was Dan Tony more than more than? I think that was Dan Tony. Darryl, though. Dan I'm, Tony was I so just, obsessed with sh- if we shoot the most threes, like the analytics tell us that we'll score the most points. Like that was how. No, that that was, was more. It's called Maury Ball. They called it in Houston. Like how they don't take mid range shots. Like that's it was famous. Well, for we that certainly didn't see it on the Sixers because our point guard didn't even take that, a. That's that's shot. what doesn't make sense. <laughs> that's what doesn't make sense. So Maury comes here. He gets behind a person who literally is the opposite of Maury. Ball. Well, see, that's the thing. Maury hey, never what, got what behind going Ben on Simmons. Here? That's the thing. Maury was never he, behind Ben Simmons. Like he, he of course, he's going to come out and say, like, you know, he's an all-star and all this stuff. He was never behind him. He was never behind Ben. True, true. He never said a good thing about him. Nope. Only the only thing I heard. Him. The only thing I heard him say was on. He was on the Ricky. No, he was on my, Spike Eskin's music podcast. And oh, he random. literally said, this is the only good thing I heard all year about Ben Simmons. He said, um, Ben Simmons gets too much slack. That's all. Literally all he said. So Maury's <laughs> definitely not a fan of him. I think with what Doc I Rivers, mean? I think with Doc Rivers, it's like he, he's actually too old school to where he doesn't even like three pointers. Like he's from like the <laughs> he's from like the fifties, bro. He hates the three point line. So he was like, he doesn't have to shoot. Let's just get rid of the three point line. Nobody has to shoot. This game sucks with the three, you know. Like Greg Popovich complains about three-point shooting all the time and how it ruined the league. Maybe that's where Doc is at. So that's why we thought he was going to hold him accountable, but he really like enjoyed Ben Simmons because he's like anti-three-pointers. Mm. I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> like when I just think about like Doc Rivers, I know a lot of people say he's overrated and stuff, but you know, you're I not going to get a better coach than Doc. You know, we got to oh. stop like. Like oh. I, I know it's frustrating, but when, like when Doc Rivers came in here, it's like I understand why right away he's not on Ben's neck. But like uh, you know, eventually you do have to tell him like shoot the damn ball, Ben. Mm-hmm. But like I, I don't know, I don't know. I re- like I, I really don't understand it. 
How do we get to this point? All it takes is Ben. You're going to stand in the corner. They're, we're going to run a pick and roll from the top. They're going to crash the lane because nobody guards you. We're going to kick it out. Literally, you can draw this up and do it exactly this way because this is what the defense would do. We're going to kick it out to you, and you're going to shoot it, and we're going to do that three times tonight. Like, how did this never happen? That's what I mean. Like, was he at practice and, like, they like the first time a play was ever ran for him to space the court? Like, what did he just say? He's like, nah, I'm not doing this in the game, man. I'm not doing this. <laughs> Like, it, no, seriously, like, there's just no way as a basketball player, everybody, you grow up playing basketball, no matter what level it is, you're required to space the court, the court at one point. If you say it, it, you don't even have to say it. Your actions sometimes speak louder than your words. You're going to be benched. Look, guys, I'm telling you, I'm starting to really buy into the Ben never wanted to come to Philly be because think about this. This guy knows what he's doing. He puts up videos of him shooting three pointers. <laughs> Like you're telling me he's cognizant of that and then he he just goes into the game and just is anxious or something and can't do it? No. He knows he can shoot. Like I, I that any even worse, like pregame, he'll sit out in the corner. Like he'll make everybody believe, all right, I'm warming up my three ball. He ain't doing that in a game. Like, come on now. I, I he's he's apt actually trolling us. Like so that's why I argue with myself all the time. Is it a serious anxiety that this guy has that the lights come on and he just can't no, shoot not. the ball? Or is he actually that arrogant that he's like, I'm so good at everything else. Everyone's <laughs> stupid. Everybody's wrong. And I'm not shooting it. If, think, if you're, if you think that way, you're not an athlete. I'm sorry, because like you're, you're not going to try like, okay. I've seen guys in baseball swing and miss. I've seen guys in soccer kicking in, in the goal, you know, wide of the goalpost. They're going to try again. Like, come on now. Come on. I but think it, it's it, confidence. We can yeah. go on, RB. No, nah, I was just going to say it's been masked. That's the problem. Mm. Like, all of us have been saying it, but the media, everything, oh, Ben Simmons, defensive player of the year, Ben this, Ben that. It's never come to the light. And the second it comes to the main stage, I want out. I don't want to be here. They're mean to me. See what I'm saying? <laughs> this would have came out three years ago if Sixers executive Joshua Harris – Hells instructs Ben Simmons, you got to shoot. You know, like even Brett Brown tried to do that. And we, we we just all attacked Brett Brown. See what I mean? Like it's he's never had the main bling like he does now. And he, instantly he wants to run from it. He's never going to be a good shooter, even if he does shoot. Because imagine he goes 0 for 12 in a stretch, which is which happens to Steph Curry and all the best shooters. He's going to be like, oh. I'm not doing that because he's afraid to fail. He's a perfectionist mm -hmm. and yeah, he, he won't, he won't, he won't, he didn't even attempt shots in the fourth quarter. Like this dude obviously has like a mental block or whatever. I don't know. I, even if he does shoot though, like he's not going to be a good shooter, like at best 30% because you're going to go through struggles and that's when your mentality takes over. Like, uh, what, do you what do you think he does when he gets killed in call of duty? Cries. I think he goes harder. No, he blames his teammate. Yeah, but he doesn't have the fans watching him. I wouldn't be surprised if he has the little notch in his controller that the joystick goes straight into, so he has a perfect shot every time because he just wants to do it. Yeah, he's aimbot. You respawn in Call of Duty, you know what I mean? I know what he does. He turns off his console, and, and he doesn't have to face anybody for an hour. Like, We've all had 0-24 Call of Duty games where your teammates are like, bro, what the hell happened? And you're like, I don't know. I just, oh, man. You know, I so on the John Wall thing, like I think we can all agree, like 
It makes absolutely no sense. You'd have to throw in another contract to even match that. Mm. Um, and the guy's just had too many surgeries. But you guys brought up an like a, an interesting question that I just thought of. Like, do you guys think we need to see more leadership out of Joel Embiid? Because maybe if Joel had said something before, like he criticizes the guy one time in five years. And let's be fair. I mean, it, it wasn't even that harsh of a criticism. Like, it's what I probably would have done too. I was pissed off as well. Like, like is Joel the leader on this team? You know, guys, it's really interesting that like there was never once just like a fight or argument report that ever came out. Like the media was always saying like Embiid and Ben don't fit together. But like how like Joel got up and shake Milton's girl one time in a playoff game back in the, you know, the bubble days in Orlando. Like how is there never just one time where they just like really got at it at practice, like about not shooting the ball or something, you know, like it's it's the most bizarre thing ever I've ever seen in sports. I don't think we're ever going to see anything more weird than this. It might be a conspiracy type of thing. Like, it might be from the ownership. The ownership might have said, like, don't ever say anything to Ben Simmons. Mm. Like, these are our untouchable players. We haven't had great players since Allen Iverson. Don't say anything mean to him. <laughs> I th I really do think it goes back to a competitive nature. Because I saw a video earlier today of that game where Giannis dunked on Ben Simmons and called him a baby right to his <laughs> face. And Ben just walked away. Like, he yeah, didn't even show any emotion. Uh, like, he's, yeah. That would piss me off personally. See, I just can't I can't relate to this. It just We don't ask like, like we don't ask for you to be like the absolute like just complete dog like Kobe Bryant just like spend all 24 hours of your day into the gym, but like don't be on the other side of the spectrum where you're flaunting your cars and like you're entitled and all this stuff like Maxi comes in here, he's a he's a late pick, pick 21 whatever it is. And we love the guy because he's a hard worker, you know. We don't know how he's going to pan out. I think he's going to be good. I don't, you know, maybe an all-star one day. But, it like, it's 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 like I don't I'm understand. He literally made the NBA strictly off talent. It's crazy, man. Like, yeah. he hasn't improved since coming into the NBA. You could argue who's better his rookie year. Dude, I got, I got shit for it that he posted a picture in a Bentley before he ever played an NBA game and was, like, stunting like he accomplished something. And I said something negative about that. And people kind of came at me like, why do you care what he does with his money and stuff? But it's just the mindset for me. This guy craves attention. Like, he wanted so bad to get that first check so he could post a Bentley on Instagram. That was always his main goal. It had nothing to do with being good at basketball. Yeah. I also want to say, too, like, this whole thing coming out today, like, we knew it was probably going to happen. But I'm sorry. That's a spit in the face of Joel Embiid as well. Mm -hmm. Like, I, if I'm Joel Embiid, like, this guy, I don't know if it was damage control or whatever, but he had to come yeah. to public defense recently and say, like, oh, he's a good teammate. I, you know, I'd welcome him back. And he still doesn't show up. You know what I mean? You wasted years off of that man's career, maybe some of his best years. Like, I just find that so disrespectful. And he won't answer it. Like, it, I don't know. Celebrity. I, I definitely do wish. Uh, Go ahead, Rob. Go ahead, Rob. I don't think um, Joel is a leader in a sense of he's going to, like, do a crazy speech before the locker room, but I think he's that leader. Um, just do your job. You know, he's always in the gym, kind of like Kawhi Leonard, like Kawhi Leonard's not a leader. So you put leaders around him, like vocal leaders. Mm -hmm. And I think Tobias Harris handles that. Well, I think Danny green has that on lock. I don't think they like Simmons to be honest. I, I think everyone low key hates him behind his back. <laughs> well, not like personally hate him, but like, just like, dude, could you carry your weight, please? But I, don't, I just don't think Joel Embiid's that type of guy because if you look at his come up, it's just like I think he's just grateful for 
being in the NBA because he's come from literally nothing. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think Joel Embiid was taught a dog mentality. I think he has it naturally that he wants to be great just because he was literally, you know, playing volleyball in the dirt. And his dad was like, what do you mean you're playing basketball? We don't play that here. And he was like, yeah, I'm playing basketball. And I don't think he was taught anything about how to act on a professional basketball team. So yeah, he just got here and he's just like, I mean, it's, he's probably just so nice. Like it's just a sport, you know, like, I made it. I'm here. It's cool. Like, I just don't think he really gets that upset at Ben Simmons. I wish he would. I wish the first year he would have came out and said, I can't play with this guy. He won't shoot. Like, get him out of here. Like, I wish it would have been drama from the jump. We wouldn't be five years down the line still dealing with this. That That's also why I'm kind of disappointed with Danny Green as well, because if you remember when he came here, like the first thing he said was, you know, I'm going to get in Ben Simmons kind of mindscape. Like, I'm going to, you know, get this guy to shoot the ball. And as the year went on, it was kind of just Danny being a vet, like in other areas. But then after the season ended, it's like he almost called him out and then he took it back mm-hmm. and came at Philly fans. And, you know, it's just everybody keeps painting it on us. Like, it's not our fault. It's not our fault. I forgot about that. That was one of the weakest takes I've ever heard of a player that just came yeah. in one year. Hmm. Hey, man, Jim, like Jimmy, everyone- you know what's frustrating about this? Sorry, sorry to, what were you saying? No, nah, I was just going to say, like, to end on that, like I on what DJ said, like I feel like every guy has tried to make reparations somehow. Yeah. And now all of it just looks stupid, honestly. Well, that's the thing. Like we it sucks. I'm not gonna I'm not sitting here blaming us as Sixers fans, but like I guess we just refused to read the signs early on. Like Jimmy Butler and his departure, we saw how that went. He 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 threw Ben under the bus. It was Bre- Ben and Brett Brown. We refused to believe it. We're like, oh, screw you, Jimmy. You know what I mean? We're better off without you. There's there's countless guys, countless names. I'm sure we're going to hear some more. I mean, like you said, there's guys on the team literally throwing them on the bus. Danny did it on his podcast. Doc Rivers did it right after the game. And I'm not calling them out for throwing him under the bus. I would have done the same thing if I was team, his teammate. I would have done it on the first day. You know what I mean? That's just how I'm wired personally. But, like, what good are you? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's a good question. I think it was Romp who brought it up. One of you guys about Embiid as far as being a leader, like, you know, eventually it becomes like the blame has to go around too. Like it's your job to get the most out of your teammates and stuff like that. But I don't know. It's Ben Simmons, man. He's such a such a cancer. It's just crazy to think not one person <laughs> was able to get into his head and figure it out. You know, like two different coaches. Like because his organization is trash. He's actually that stubborn and arrogant, though. I think he might be the most stubborn, arrogant person that's ever lived. I think nobody, nobody can get through to him. And like the highest yeah. form of media is ripping the guy to shreds, and he does not care. I think he he's, care. I think he's having fun with it. I, I, I don't think he cares one bit. I think he moved all of his stuff out to the West Coast, and he's not going to have to face this again. And he just thinks he has all the leverage, and he thinks he's a superstar. Um, but shout out to Speed with the ten dollars super chat. Simmons is weird. The whole situation is bizarre. Hi, DJ. You're awesome. Shout out to you. Uh, we Thanks, still got 430 people in here. You guys have been uh, supporting like crazy, man. We appreciate it. All the channels are, are down on the banner below. I guess we'll just, you know, this, this has been great, by the way, guys. I love talking with people that, you know, can, can <laughs> you know, not to throw anybody under the bus, <laughs> but like can have conversations on a roundtable, you know what I mean, without getting in their feelings. You know what I mean? Um yeah, I love it. You guys watch A2D radio at all? I love watching Tom on A2D radio. He screams at people's face and they <laughs> scream and they scream back. It's great. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's like I said, at the end of the day, we're all trying to win, but I guess RB, we'll just, RB, RB. 
I got one last question for you. Yeah, go ahead. Do you still trust Daryl Morey? Hmm. Do I have to go first on that? <laughs> um, I mean, he did say her name. I know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. I do. Because at this point, it's all I can do. It's all I can do. Like, okay, I don't like if Daryl lets us down, then where do we go? <laughs> where do we go? Like, if you ask me, do I trust Doc Rivers? That one's up in the air. Like, I, I think Doc could be on a hot seat this year. I really do. Um, but in terms of Daryl, like, I, I just can't see unless your theory is right about him not running the organization. Like, did you see him on draft night? Uh, he was sleeping. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in that, the press conference. That, that, that made yeah, me he sleep. woke up for that press conference. You know damn well he did. It was like four in the morning. That made me think, right. though, that, like, we didn't give a crap about the draft. Like, that's why I still thought we were going to do something else. But, <sighs> like, at the Jayden end of the day. Jaden awful. I'm putting it out there right now. Jaden Springer's <laughs> a terrible draft pick. That's a terrible bad draft for the kid. I don't think we cared about the draft one bit. I really don't. Um, I think Maury's ideology or whatever you want to call it, like he still, tr he like, he doesn't like Ben Simmons and he loves Joel Embiid. Mm. And I don't think he, as, cause Daryl Morey as a fan of the game as well. I don't like, I saw that game seven press conference after a couple days, Daryl was hurting, bro. Like he was sitting there with pain. He was like, I can't believe that happened. I really can't believe we just blew those leads like that. So I, I don't think he wants to see Joel Embiid's career go to waste. So believe it or not, somehow, some way, like I'm still going to believe un uh, until we either make a boneheaded trade, give Simmons away and get something that doesn't work, or, you know, it just gets so toxic and we never see Ben again and then we just get screwed. But it's hard. You know it's what? Hard. I'll answer right now. I don't trust him. He has to earn my trust back. I can't stress enough, like, looking at it now, I was against the Harden trade at first, but like, look, and it's easy to look back on it now and say I would have done it. But that report that came out today, I forget who it was. They said Embiid agreed to it. When your best player agrees, you have to do it. You have to do it. And he, not only did he not do it, it would have sucked trading Max, trading Maxi, and all this stuff. But if you pair, if you pair James Harden and Embiid, they win the East. You you also prevent him from going to the Nets. But since he didn't do that we're all considering the Nets probably a title favorite now, and it sucks. We we can't get that back. You know, it sucks. We're in this we're in this position now. But to answer your question, I, he's got to earn my trust back. Like, I yeah. thought he would have been traded long ago by now. In terms of that in terms of that Houston thing, because a lot of people keep bringing that up, like, did Daryl really have a shot of, of – like, think about that. Your, your executive, who you've had for X number of years, he goes to another organization and you're just going to give them James Harden. You know what I mean? Like, they got absolutely just befuddled in that deal. Like, they got absolutely fleeced. Now, maybe their organization is just that bad, but why would they just give the Sixers James Harden? You know what I mean? Like, I, I think there's validity to that, that they probably hung up the phone on Daryl Morey. What do you guys think? Yeah, they might have, but I'm not too mad about it anyway because James Harden pulled his hamstring. <laughs> yeah, that would have sucked. That would have sucked. Tell me that wouldn't have happened in Philly. Of oh, man. Of course man, it would have. Course it we would have traded for James Harden. And he would have played six games and pulled his hamstring. He would have got fat again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So Eastwood, like, do you believe in Morey? I think Daryl Morey's 
uh, going to stand pat on this. I think Daryl Morey's going to have a battle. I don't think he's going to go out easy. I don't think he's going to be like, okay, fine, we're going to trade you. Um, you know, even though it's like a uh, – even though it's what's best for the team, probably, to get this situation over with. And if you're going to take trash down the line, you might as well take trash right now to end the situation and move forward. But I don't think Daryl Morey's going out like that. This is two uh, very, like, high-level, arrogant people staring at each other right now and playing chicken. I don't know what's going to happen. But uh, there's no good deal to be had right now. So what do I trust Morey to what? I mean, he can't do anything at this point. I'm mad that he didn't trade him you know, yeah. earlier. You um, you know what's you're gonna you can keep going, my bad. No, go ahead. I'm 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 just mad. You know what's crazy to me? Back. I just so like the James Harden deal he made, it was all great and dandy for the Houston franchise. And he I I just don't think in his head he like knew what James Harden was gonna be. Like I don't think he knew James Harden was gonna be a 35 point per game score. I, I mean, he probably thought he would be good, but I just don't see that happening. So why is he not doing that with a Ben Simmons trade? Go for someone you believe in and maybe they take a jump. Like it, I, I just don't get it. Like, yeah, you could say D low is just an all-star, but who says he can't well, come Simmons here? That's an all-star. Yeah. Like, who he says, barely made it. Who says D low can't come here and make a jump? Like, no one knew James Harden was going to be a 30-point-per-game scorer. Not even Daryl Morey. I could tell you that. If you put him in a room and he has to tell the truth, when you made that trade, do you think James Harden would become that? He would say no. It was just a, I thought he'd be a great player with potential. So why can't he do that with Ben Simmons, with someone he believes in and the front office believes in? That's what's not adding up to me. Because he did it in the past with James Harden. I, I would respond to that by saying, I agree with you that I do think a player like that with a better fit in Philly would make a better jump. But mm -hmm. I'm sorry, I can't like I can't sit here and put Daryl Morey at the stake for not trading Ben Simmons a week after the series ended. Like I think people are getting that misconstrued because the guys value even more then than now. I mean, we just came off of that raw emotion, right? And I, I can't blame Daryl Morey for waiting to see what happened on, on the open playing field. Like, we didn't know what was going to happen. Now, you could definitely say maybe he shouldn't have been demanding five players and four picks. Like, that was just stupid. But, like, I can't blame Daryl for waiting to see what happened across the league. I know it was a rough offseason, but still, like, you know, now we're in a tough situation, but it's like you never know what's going to happen. And I just think right after that series, nobody was quickly calling up the Sixers like, yo, we'll take Ben Simmons right off your hands. I don't think it was like that. But, like, what's his value now? Like, we can't even – I don't even think we can get Malik Beasley out of him. Oh, come on. It, maybe not. But and, and that's, Like, every <laughs> every trade I saw in the chat, like, I'm like – I just asked myself, I'm like, why would the other team do that? It just doesn't right. make sense. I, I'm honest with myself about Ben Simmons. He won't shoot the ball. Uh, he has to be on the right team with scorers and, and, and guys that can take the ball in the fourth quarter and crunch time and stuff like that, but – we're not going to act like Ben Simmons doesn't make your team better, especially a bad team. Like his, his, just his transition game and his defense. I don't want to say that, but he definitely makes a team at least better, like a bad team. I mean, he just does. Can I fight it makes you? Makes a on lot that, of sense for Sacramento when you think about it, doesn't <laughs> it? Because that organization's like such a dumpster fire. Like 
they could advertise to that whoever roots for that team by the way they could advertise you know we got ben simmons over here darren fox because they've been a dumpster fire man the, the kings right you can stay out there in california i don't think he's a a marketing trick anymore either though like i don't think anybody's dumb enough to be like yay we got ben simmons <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't think he's a bad player but like if i'm like the kings the Cavs, and just the uh, shitty teams like I'd rather just live in the lottery for years and hope to God we get a generational talent rather than give up our young assets for a guy who refuses to shoot, refuses mm. to work on his game because the best a Ben Simmons led team is going to get you is probably the eighth seed in the East, a play in tournament for the West. Um, if he accepts the fact that he's a role player with a max contract, going to be then you can, it's a different story. Like, if I'm the Warriors, I would actually try to get him because the things he actually does well is perfect for Curry and Clay Thompson. But I don't know what the Sixers would do. That would have to be a three-team trade. So I don't right, know. because again, Daryl Morey's not going to sit there and say, "All right, yeah, I'll take Andrew Wiggins." That's going to no. solve my franchise. No, it's and that's why I think right after the series, you know, teams probably started with offers in the dirt, and Daryl was like. I'm not taking some one average role player in a second round pick for Ben Simmons. Like that's why I think he tried to survey the playing field. Now it's definitely fair that he may have waited a little bit too long, but then with this whole Ben Simmons being petty pretty much and coming out, like now it's just at a, it, it's at a hellfire, honestly. So Brogdon, it's like, Brogdon at a first is a good deal. And that D Malik Beasley, Jaden McDaniels is a good deal. That's why I'm mad at Maury. I think those are good deals that's a good step in the right direction and it's a fresh breath there and we'll go from here. I think that's why I'm mad at Maury because I believe those were actually on the table. Hmm. I that's think they not- were, but everybody thought Dame was going to be available. That was the problem. Yeah. Dame Damian Lillard sabotaged our franchise. But <laughs> if 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 Maury was smart like it did. Like if Maury was smart. He could have came out at the end of the season and said I'm staying in Portland everybody forget it and we would have moved on. But, but he did this Dame, whole thing. It's like, I don't know if yeah. I'm staying or not. <laughs> His whole brand is built off loyalty. Like, it's just, if you just can't, uh, I I just don't, I, Dame, I just don't think it was ever a possibility because, like, his whole brand's built off loyalty, and they lost to the Nuggets without without Jamal Murray. So, you, so it, he's never going to request a trade. You lose to the Nuggets without Jamal Murray, it's never happening. And that literally goes against his whole entire brand if he does request a trade. And it took him scoring like 60 points in a triple overtime and and 17 straight points and two buzzer beaters. Like, he was doing everything by himself. I would have been ready to leave as soon as that series was over. And he he comes back. I mean, I hear you, but, like, you got to think where there's – you know, the saying where there's smoke, there's fire. Like, he would have came out right away and said he's committed, but he didn't. And – you know what? When he does, if sorry, I should say, if he does request a trade, I'm not gonna knock. They shouldn't knock his loyalty for that. All these, all these guys request trades. LeBron keeps hopping teams. Durant, all these guys don't like Dame. Dame, if anybody deserves to request a trade, so I think. I mean, I think, I think there's there's just certain people in life that value other things and don't really care that much about winning an NBA championship. I think that's Damian Lillard. I really do. I'm pretty sure he's married to a girl that he was dating in high school. You know, he doesn't grieve. He doesn't crave the spotlight. He's not dating IG models. He's not taking pictures of his cars, whatever. He loves his family. He likes where they're at. He has $200 million. He's like, I'll go play basketball for a couple more years. 
I just don't think he cares that much about winning championship. Maybe he does. I don't what know. I what I think it is is like, I think I think they did everything they could to try to sell him on the new philosophy, like with a new coach and thing and things like that. Because like Steven said, he came out and he physically not only did he say I'm not, I don't know about my future. He said I don't think our team's good enough to win a championship. We need to make a splash, and they didn't do that. Like. Which which it does makes it doesn't make sense. Like, why would you keep going through that? So, I don't know. I, I just also, don't. Yeah, go can ahead. I, can I rip Maury another one? But <laughs> another reason I'm mad at him is like, why would Portland want Simmons? You go from Dame Lillard to Ben Simmons, the complete opposite, a hardworking guy to a guy who doesn't work hard. Like, why would Portland want to restart their franchise with that? They would do what the Rockets would do and just get a buttload of picks. So why didn't Maury just get a deal like Brogdon and you get a bunch of picks and you flip that, you flip Maxi or Tobias Harris and a bunch of picks where they can't say no. Mm. And then you do that. That's why that I've been preaching that all off season long. I just forgot about it because I haven't said it in a while. That's another reason I'm mad at Maury because I believe there's another way to do it where you could get Dame without Simmons because Simmons value is trash. Let's just be real. It is trash. You can't get Dame for for Ben it's not realistic yeah but but on a on the contrary there like then they would have to trade CJ and blow up their entire franchise and what if they what if they don't feel that's the right move at this at this time what if they had a three-team trade and they got I don't know Ben and Tyrese Maxey and, and another young player or other picks you know what I mean like maybe they feel like they could still not go all the way back you know but I would well, rather go all the way back than have Ben that's a that's I agree, but like at the same time, what if it is a rebuild? Like, say they take the deal straight up with the Sixers, you still have you're rebuilding, but you still have like something there. It's Ben Simmons and CJ McCollum. It's not what it was, and I hear you. It's a tough sell for the Portland fans, but they they won't have leverage if you request a trade. It's just like the situation here in Philly. Like, and well, I also want to say really, um, but the if Ben would go to Portland for Dame, it would have to be a three team trade because I don't believe Portland would want Ben. So if Daryl Morey was thinking that, then good job, Morey. But I just think there was a better way to handle it. YouTube just sent notifications an hour and 38 minutes into the stream. <laughs> Great Thank job. You. Thank you so much, YouTube. It's hey, amazing, man. We got 440 people still in here <laughs> listening to us just go back and forth. I love it, man. You guys are amazing. Um, the way I want to end this stream is just, I guess, going around and, like, give us your expectations for the season. Like, I know it's hard because we don't know what's going to happen, but in your best estimation, how do you guys see this season playing out? And you could take any angle that you want. You could talk wins, losses, like certain players, uh, Daryl Moore, like you, you take the spin on it. Look, I, I could really turn this really, really negative, but I'm not going to, because I know, I know Rom's going to when his, when his time comes, but like, like, just take a step back. Like, I, I know everybody's going to roll their eyes when I say this. I even roll my eyes when certain people say it. Like, this team was the one seed last year. That at least means something. I know it's the regular season. Like, the first year when Doc Rivers comes here, like, the additions of Seth Curry, like, some somewhat normal basketball, they get the one seed in the East. I know it was the COVID year. They played a lot of really bad teams without All-Stars, by the way. So it's kind of – I'm not calling them frauds, but, like – you know, maybe not the most deserving one seed ever, but like it's not as bad as what I know Rom's gonna make it out to be really bad. But like literally, maybe they just trade Simmons. I think they they're gonna be a top three or four team in the East. 
depending on the move they make, that's like that's where we go. I think the Bucks are better, the Nets are better. Uh, so I would say the Sixers are the three or four seed in the East right now, currently, you know, depending on what move they make. I don't think it's as bad as people are making out to be, but it's also like it could get really ugly. It could. They could fall out of that top contention, you know, depending on what happens here in the coming weeks and months. I'm going to have a hot take here. We're going to be better without Ben Simmons, period. We're going to be better. We're going to be better without Ben Simmons. I'm so – I don't think I, – I don't know why we're so stuck on, oh, if we lose Ben Simmons, we're done. Like, when did that start? We can't even trade him because he doesn't have any value because he can't do anything in crunch time in the half court. I just think literally Tyrese Maxey at point guard, Seth Curry at shooting guard, the spacing is going to be better. It sounds crazy, but I honestly don't think we're going to be a worse team, even if we sit him until the trade deadline. <laughs> just, I think he's actually – the numbers, people will go so hard with the numbers and the advanced <laughs> analytics – I think he was more of a negative asset than a positive one in the long run because of the way that he plays the game and the way that it affects the spacing and the way that it comes down to the fourth quarter. I think he's a negative asset. And, and you know, like, I feel like every single thing people bring up about Ben Simmons is the first two and a half quarters of a game. Everything, all of his stats. Uh, and I don't care about any of it. Yep. Okay, so I'm I'm positive, to be honest, because – I believe in Tyrese Maxey and Joel Embiid. I just think we got to get rid of Simmons because I don't know. Like everyone's like, oh, Joel Embiid, he only got five years left. I'm going to be honest. I think he has more left in the tank because this was the first year he was actually MVP level. Like if he was MVP level with Jimmy Butler and Tobias, we would have easily won that championship. But he just wasn't mature at the time. His body wasn't where it had to be. I think finally he's getting, he's getting there where it turns from superstar to super superstar, and he's going to have an MVP season. And like I said, this team is run by Joel Embiid. Doc Rivers didn't have anything to do with our record. Daryl Morey didn't, all that. And I believe Tyrese Maxey <laughs> is going to average 20-plus points a game if he gets minutes with Doc Rivers. 25? Um, no, 20, 20. Oh. 20. Did I say 25? I heard you wrong. Um, But – yeah. Also, I want to say, um, if Daryl Morey proves me wrong, I will admit I'm wrong because I'm bashing him. I'm not that type of fan. So I hope he proves me wrong. But right now, based on what he did in the offseason, I don't like what he's done. I think it I just think it was dumb. But if he goes out and does the right move, I'll be the first one to say it was a good move. And you guys can criticize me. So I hope I'm wrong for Daryl Morey. Um, <clears throat> so I kind of just want to address that, like what you just said. Um, I do think that in free agency, so we, you know, we picked up a couple players at the end of the day, like we couldn't have done anything more. I'll, be, I'll keep it honest with you because three of our players take up 40% of our cats are severely overpaid. So I know people like to look at Daryl for the magical answers He's got to trade Ben and Tobias, like if he wants all the cap space in the world. And this offseason, like I wish it was a tougher free agency class. Like I wish there was star and star. There just wasn't. And I feel like Kyle Lowry didn't even want to come to us anyway, which is pretty interesting. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I just think like it sucks that we lost a couple bets and then I guess we just replaced them with what we could. 
but it all comes down to this Ben Simmons thing. It always has. It always will. Like, not only is that going to clear up cap space, but it's going to determine, like, what direction we go in going forward. Uh, in terms of this season, though, like, I, I think we're going to be, like, a number three seed. I think we're going to be a number four seed. But now I don't think Ben will be on his team come playoff time. If he is by some chance, we're not making it past the second round. If he's not, I, I mean, if we get an at another decent starter, like we may go to the second round again. We may go to the third. But I, I just see us being like at that second round threshold unless we acquire a player of a, of the top tier. That's just how I'm viewing it. And it sucks because it's a tough situation to be in. Like you don't want to, you know, like you guys just said, like Joel Embiid is so good. Like I don't want to waste this guy's career. But at, when, when push comes to shove, when it comes to a playoff series, pending everybody's health, can, can we really compete with some of these top teams? Like, I like Tyrese Maxey a lot, but he still has some growing to do. And, and I, I think it just comes with time, you know? So, But I still think we'll be a good regular season team. And, and I just hope the chips set up where we maybe some of our role players play up. And depending on what happens with this situation, I just want to make the best move going forward. Um and I just don't want to see anybody have a bad injury. That's what I'm you thinking. You remember Embiid's rookie year, and it was short-lived because I'm pretty sure he, what, tore his ACL again or some shit like that. Like, he yeah. was he played for, like, three months or something like that. But in the month of either December or January, they were 12-5, and five, and there was no other star on that team. It was T.J. McConnell and Robert Covington and uh, Ursan Ilyasova and – it was just a bunch of shooters around Embiid, and all they were doing was giving Embiid the ball in the middle, and he was kicking it out, and it was it was unstoppable. They were twelve and five in the, in that month that Embiid was healthy that season, and then they started star hunting and bringing all these players in that don't fit and stuff. Like I just think, I think spacing and shooters is more valuable than you know Jimmy Butler, Tobias Harris, uh, Ben Simmons, all these players that don't space the floor and don't necessarily give Embiid. The, the most, you know, make uh, uh, make him the best <laughs> version of himself. Like, that's what I think. I think they'll just be better with better spacing. I got two wild hot takes, positive to end off the night, where people are going to be questioning what drugs I'm taking. Oh, boy. So, number one, in five years, Embiid and Maxi will lead us to a championship. Five <laughs> years. Give us five in years. five years. Give us five years, trust me. And beat, dude, he's built like Giannis. He, he's bound to get a championship. The basketball gods are just going to grant him a wild Please. season. Um, uh, wait, I don't want to cut you off, but the thing about Embiid, when you said you think he has a lot left in the tank, I think people say it because of his injury history. Like he, this guy. Oh, I can address that. Okay. I think he's going to get smarter. I don't think he's going to be trying to dunk on Robin Lopez. I think he's going to be in the film room. Now I'm being optimistic because I love Embiid. So hopefully. He doesn't try to dunk on people like that and doesn't try to go on the floor so much, but that's just the way he that. plays. But I feel like last year they were such fluke injuries. Like I, yeah. I know he's injury prone, but Luke-ish besides the one in the playoffs, I thought that was a idiotic play by Joel. I love you, Joel, but that was dumb. Don't do that again. Um, And then, so that's why I believe in him. But number two in 10 years, this is going to sound crazy. Tyrese Maxey, will be as good, if not better, than Damian Lillard. Let me explain why. Because Tyrese Maxey, I believe, will be an elite um, finisher at the rim, an elite defender, which Dame can say he's not. 
And I think he's going to develop that off the dribble game. That's a wild take and people are going to laugh at me, but I just believe in his work ethic. I believe the type of character he is. And I just, I, I believe in him and people, and let me tell you, people didn't realize what Damian Lillard was going to be. So this is just a hot, hot take. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things, you know, you could throw it out there. If it's, if it doesn't happen, you're like, well, you know, yeah, no, it's, if it's it does smart, happen, right? you're like, I'm a genius. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm doing, Eastwood. <laughs> oh, man. You know, I had a hot take on a video like a week ago. People were crying to me about it. I said Tyrese Maxey could be in all-star conversations this year. And, and I, I went above just to be, you know, for the heck of it. And I said he'll, he'll make the all-star team. Um, that would be insane if he did, by the way. But I, I do think Maxey's going to make a name for himself. But you know what? Like, I hate to be this guy, but I feel like we've done this with every athlete in Philadelphia over the no, last however many years. And look, man, I, I just I'm sorry. I I I, I don't want to have a situation here where four years down the line we're talking like, holy crap, what the hell happened? Like <laughs> I'm just gonna wait and see. That's just how I think about it. I think Maxie with time could his per 36. I was looking at his per 36 yesterday compared to because people keep talking about this Colin Sexton trade. I don't think Colin Sexton is that much better than Tyrese Maxey. He just plays more on a bad team. Mm, That's yeah. all. He plays 35 minutes a game and averages 24. And his his rookie season, his per 36 was almost identical to Tyrese Maxey. It was it was 18.8 points per 36 on 16 field goals a game. I just have to if, if Maxey got 35 minutes. <sighs> I'm telling I'll, you, man. I'll, I'll at least pose this. Can we can we see a pick and roll this year? Oh, can we see one. That's maybe right. I thought we were getting at this year. Maybe also, Tyrese and Joel. Can we can we at least try a pick and roll? Also, the nice. the Sixers franchise has to go out and get a, another guard yeah. next to Tyrese because you can't just put all the pressure on him. He's mm-hmm. not a hundred percent of the time a point guard. Yep. Just kind of like they ruined Shake Milton, who's actually really good. Yeah, he's a two guard a point guard. Oh, like you can't do that. You got to get someone who compliments Maxi, where Maxi doesn't have to handle the ball twenty four seven because he's not that type of point guard. He's a scorer mentality point guard. Get him someone like Brogdon, more of a playmaking, slowed down pace. They complement each other very well. I'm telling you, man, we got to get a point guard next to Maxi in order to in order for Maxi to reach his fullest potential, or it's going to turn into the Shake Millen situation. So Max can be like a small combo two guard, like uh, Allen Iverson was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's uh let's read some of these super chats. Birdman nine uh nine five one with the five dollar super chat. Appreciate you guys. Keep grinding. Let's beat the crybabies and go birds. Shout out to him. Great content creator. Go go check him out. Speed says yeah, the Sixers are going to be better without Simmons. We do lose defense, but Matisse is still here. He can be even better at defense. That I agree with. I think Tease is a stud. Tease is a stud. Very young. Yeah, he's really good. KG says, uh, Fultz for Simmons straight up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hey, I'm good. down. We gave uh, we gave Fultz away for what Jonathan. You know what? Let me comment on Fultz really quick because I was a big fan of him and like, it's frustrating how it worked out here. But like, and I'm not giving him a pass, but it's just crazy how he literally had a shoulder injury where it like hurt to shoot the basketball, but he would still attempt to shoot. And like Ben is perfectly healthy and still didn't do it. Like that's that's crazy. And Philly fans are to blame, by the way. But whenever Markel Fultz 
took a jump shot, we celebrated. Whenever Ben Simmons took a jump shot, we celebrated. I'm just so yeah, over I mean, it. come on. We're yeah, always yeah. going to be painted as the bad guys. That's fine. <laughs> the only it's people crazy. that say that, the only people that say that don't come here. They don't go to Philly. They don't go and watch the games. They're not there. They're just not. It's it's people that pay attention to Philadelphia twice a year anytime a story comes up and they say, "Oh, they threw snowballs at Santa Claus." They're angry fans and that's the only take that they have. They have no idea what they're talking about. What franchise ever besides the Sixers, of course, the Philadelphia franchise in the span of three years has had two number one overall picks one that has a lot of talent and Never. can't shoot because he got in a motorcycle accident and then uh detail it to the team and number two another player that has all the talent in the world has shown the talent but won't shoot i'm sorry like that that's why i'm scared <laughs> that's why like that's wild two number one picks and they both didn't pan out Isn't i mean crazy you, like not could one you imagine if we had jason tatum on this team i'm sorry could you imagine that? Like, come on, man. Yeah, but Dude, RB, I, I, like, look at Maxi's mentality and the way he carries himself compared to Fultz and Simmons. Like, it's night and day. You could tell Maxi has that it factor. He holds himself accountable, and he's actually going to put work that's going to be seen on the floor. That's I, why I believe in him. I believe in him too. I definitely yeah, I know, do. Yeah. I just, it's just like this, the state of this organization, like. Like we, it's it's just been tough for us. It really has. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I would go as far as to say, if we kept Jimmy Butler, we probably we we may have a championship. Honestly, even though he, you know, he's had his shooting struggles and stuff, the guy is a dog. That's why I said earlier we need a a PJ Tucker, a Marcus Morris. We need a guy like that that's going to yeah. rip into somebody. That's I'm tired of Furkan coming awesome. off the bench and just oh, whoa, whoa. hanging around. <laughs> I know you, that's I, my guy. It's just an example, you know, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I we just need that type of guy. I'm sorry. And B needs his Robin, man. Well, we had Mike Scott. <laughs> yeah, but here's Mike the difference. Scott. Mike Scott can't throw a ball into the ocean. <laughs> but oh, he's down to man. fight whenever something breaks out. He's 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 there. That's what I mean. Mike Scott out to be like this amazing guy. Like I, Mike Scott was cool when he was here or whatever, but it's like they obsessed over Mike Scott. Like we're not – it's just the narrative. No, he had this old mentality. He's just not good at basketball. That's People are getting I'm Mike saying. Scott tattoos. The guy is a horrible basketball player. <laughs> but yet we don't, we don't like our players and we're toxic. No, we, we're the other way. We support these guys too much. Yeah, once Mike Scott started sucking, I was like, get him off the floor. But when he was okay and he would right. hit threes once in a while, I was like, this is cool. Because, you know, anytime there's controversy, Mike Scott's right in the middle of it. You know, a fight could break out in front of Mike Scott on the street and he would join in on the fight. He wouldn't know where they were. Like, that's just how he is. Right. I enjoyed that. But once right. he started sucking, yeah. It's crazy. Nicole with the $8 Super Chest is Ben and Seth for Wiggins, Wiseman, and Poole, Lee, Moody, Wiseman. Oh God, taking their whole team. <laughs> Shake. Whoa. Halliburton healed from OZ. You guys are the bomb. Hey, appreciate you tuning in, Nicole. Hey, I dig it. Um, terms of your trade scenarios that that's probably what daryl morey's been trying to do this all season. <laughs> he's like hey golden state it's daryl here um you're gonna message here uh <laughs> i'll take andrew wiggins uh wiseman jordan Poole. i'll take even clay thompson if you guys don't want him anymore and uh, steph curry i'll take three first round daryl asked, asked for clay thompson did you see that rumor that uh, he literally told him he wants clay thompson <laughs> What do you what do you guys I, think of the people who say Sixers did bad because they didn't get Ben Simmons a stretch five? Oh my god. What I say to that off is off the bench. 
Joel Embiid shoots 40% from the three. No, no, it was off the bench. So, like, he, oh, is that what they say? Like, a stretch, a bunch of people saying that, man. I don't want to hear it. What I say to Horford, why do we keep catering to Ben Simmons' deficiencies? Yeah, I like that, RB. Like, that's all we keep doing. And that's why the whole narrative, mm-hmm. especially with the family, oh, mm-hmm. it's their fault. Oh, this and that. Why, why can't he just shoot the ball? It's everybody else's fault, man. It's I'm everybody saying, else's man. fault, man. Easy. Shout out to Hedero uh, with another super chat. Says Maxi and Lillard are basically the same guy. I know. I think you're going. I you're totally starting to agree with that. I think you're going overboard there. I'm oh sorry. boy, Not that's low key my burner. <laughs> Hedero, <laughs> I hey. haven't seen. You haven't seen that. <laughs> Yo, you can't. I think we got a. Maxi uh, hasn't even been in the league long enough to take a single buzzer beater clutch type of shot. Bro, I'm Maxie. telling you, Maxi brings more than Dame. I, yeah, I think Dame could shoot the lights out. Maxi's gonna be an elite finisher at the rim. Dame go. Dame don't got that right now. He's good finisher, but Maxi's gonna be an elite finisher. For Ten years. I think, Dame, I think Dame was a dunker back in the early parts of his career. He was yeah, but I'm talking about now. So. That's gonna. I mean, yeah, you just ruined my theory. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Rom's got a uh, little fanboy up in here, you know. But I told you that's my burner, bro. <laughs> Shout out to KG with the $5 Super Chat. Lifelong Philly fans who lives in New England. Appreciate you guys and all your work, content. Keep up the good work. F you, man. We want our money back. <laughs> KG, appreciate it. That means a lot. Um, we do want our money back. Shout out to everybody. wherever. Yo, let us know in the chat where you guys are tuning in from. I can't believe we still got over 400 people in here. You ben, guys Simmons owes me a ca- ben Simmons owes me a car. Like, at least one of his cars <laughs> he owes to me. Seriously, for putting up with him for this long. Do you guys think I could sell my Ben jersey and at least get something back? Or maybe I'd have to pay the store to take it back. Yeah, it would be like trading in games at at GameStop. You would get like, <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> you get like two fifty for it, just for the fabric, the cost, like the worth of the fabric. I hate Ben Simmons, <laughs> and um, I'm mad that I, I I feel like I contributed to his Ferrari. Like, I feel like in a way, like I I helped buy some of his belongings that's and what i mean this entire city believed in you and was happy for you and you didn't do it and you're posting your cars on instagram every day it's the it's the ponzi scheme guy that told <laughs> you to sign up for this thing because he's going to show you how to get rich and he never showed you and you see him in his lamborghini and you're like yo you never did what you said <laughs> you know what the yeah. sad thing is he don't even know who we are man mm. He probably doesn't I, I even know. Like, I, I don't disagree. think he. He I, responded to DJ on Twitter before. Yeah, he knows who I am. Oh, yeah, he right. definitely knows who oh, I am. Oh, yeah, I saw that. But, like, <laughs> I feel like he just blocks it all out. Like, he he's just too afraid to realize he has mistakes in his life. I think, I, he, uh, I think he's actually on social media 24 7, even though he yeah, denies that's it. I I'm think at. he sits there and he goes, Oh, <laughs> well, they're talking about John Wall today. Here, let me let me mm. zoom into John Wall at this workout. He might be. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I think he just laughs at us. I he might be watching this stream right now. What's going on? <laughs> five? Like he might. Like, Sixers Nation should like start a start a hashtag. Send Ben to therapy because I'm being real. This dude, there's something wrong with him, and we got to get him in therapy. We got to help him out. You know, and then right, we're about that, to trade him. That's not our job. And if we do that, we could flip the narrative that Philadelphia is great to their athletes. I'm telling you. Oh, I'm so. If man. we did what? <laughs> we don't we gotta prove ourselves athletes. anymore. Hashtag not, Ben to therapy. <laughs> we are great to our athletes. We're not great to. Yeah, we are. John, what's going That's on? True. How long until an Instagram model gets Ben pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, but I want to point this out too. Um, I just saw a comment. Here we go. Like I have people guys DMing me mm. saying like I'm from Australia and I hate Ben Simmons. That's so sad, like, man. But but like a year ago, they were like, I mean, this is the best thing since sliced bread. Like this guy represents every like when your own hometown starts to turn on you, like, isn't that embarrassing? Like, come on, man. Well, they have Matisse Thibault and Jordan Mailata now. They don't need fraud Simmons. Facts. Yeah, they got two dogs that actually work hard and want to be great. Got refused to play in the Olympics for no healthy scratch. No, I'm just not going to play. Like, what? <laughs> Yo, pull up Vicks in the chat. We addressed this already. Everybody in here would trade Ben for Anthony Edwards. Yeah, I would, but this the Timberwolves won the other day. Over I, there. I, I would seriously consider a Timberwolves package. Honestly, absolutely. The Timberwolves are not putting Anthony Edwards in a trade for Ben. That's Simmons. what I was trying to no tell shot. him. He's better than Ben Simmons. That's what I was trying to tell him. He's gonna be a stud. Mm-hmm. He's, He's funny too. He would fit so good here in Philly too, man. Oh yeah, they would hey, love Maxi. Ooh, you got they the next the, Dame Lillard. They are the Timberwolves. <laughs> That'd be crazy. And the next, the next Jimmy Dame, Bar- whatever you want to yeah, call next him. Yeah, next Dame Lillard and next Paul George. That's whatever, what I yeah, would be Paul saying. Paul George, whatever you <laughs> I think yeah. we're just going to end up fleecing the Kings again like we've done for the past 20 years. You know? <laughs> bro, they wouldn't even give up how a burden. That's what I, I've seen. But yeah. these reports are just a bunch of – I don't believe anything. A lot of, yeah, of here speak. Shout out to Nothing But Knicks, uh, great content creator. Says, dang, y'all are rough. We're, we're kind of – at this point, we're kind of just playing around, but like – I mean, we gave our honest thoughts, man. Like, we're just frustrated, you know? Like, as a Knicks fan, I'm, you know, I know you cover the Knicks, and you put out a video, too, about, you know, how you wouldn't even take Ben Simmons. Like, wow. I just think Ben has to go to a small market team, fresh start, and we just want to see our our franchise go in the right direction, man. Like, we're just, we're frustrated. We are. So, but I, we're definitely some of the best fans in the world. I'll tell you that. When you, we deserve better, man. Yeah, we do. So does Joel Embiid, man. How do you think he's doing today? I don't think a lot of fans of other teams really understand that we watched him every night for five years. We hate his guts. We hate everything about him. just is what it is. If you didn't really watch him that closely, and I don't expect other teams. I mean, why would you? It's not like a Knicks fan is going to watch every Sixers game. So it's different here. We just ask for effort, man. Like, I'm tired of people forgetting the fact that we supported this guy. Like, (laughs) Like, we bent over backwards for this guy in every situation. Like, I know you remember we went to war for, for rookie of the year causes, right? Like, I mean, we, we were – it was crazy, man. I, I, still, have, I, still have the, I still have the T-shirt, the Nike T-shirt that says uh, rookie, my rookie or something like that with a picture of Ben Simmons on it. I don't know why I still have that. I got to <laughs> get rid of, Actually, get rid of that's that. That's a more realistic comparison. Tyrese Maxey is the next Donovan Mitchell. Oh, that's a good one, actually. I, I like that. I like that. Because like their that. mentalities, their game is kind of the same. They got iffy three-pointers, but they can hit it. They're not afraid to shoot it. They could get to the rim. Ooh. Ooh, Maxie, I like it, bro. Maxie passes more, though. I don't think I'm going to be real. I, I I actually hate Ben Simmons. Like, personally, I do. I, I don't – that's just that's just how I feel. Like, like, that's just – you can't control how you feel, and that's how I feel. Like, I'm sure if I met the guy, I would have a different different perspective. But from what I know, I, I don't like him. The one thing so I it's... saw twice today was you guys wouldn't say this to his face. No, get out of here. I saw that twice today. And, A, yes, I would. Because 
he's worth a lot of money. If he punches me in the face, my life is different. <laughs> okay. <laughs> B, I don't think he's going to punch me in the face. I think he's going to do that little smirk and like walk away. <laughs> oh man. Shout out to speed with the $10 super chat. You guys have been amazing uh, with the support all day. Uh, look at the end of the day, like we're just trying to, we're trying to give you a, a bit of a pulse of the fans. Like we're just, we're just four dudes on YouTube. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like at the end of the day, some people are like, oh, you wouldn't say that to his face. We're up here just we're just talking, man. Like, we're frustrated. We we have training camp in six days, and we don't know who's going to be on our team. You know what I mean? Like, I would say it to his face, though. I mean, so we got to get this. We got to get Eatswood courtside seats. When he comes and plays the Sixers, <laughs> we're going to make it happen. I'm Everybody, gonna, the gonna community, we're going to make gonna this start happen. A go, I'm going to start a GoFundMe on the channel. Get Eastwood courtside for Ben Simmons' return. I get that vlog would be there. legendary. We'll make you up and everything. Oh well, if you, I, no, they, I I was thinking about that the last time we went there. They don't let you take things like that into the arena. I'll re- mm. Yeah, yeah. If I, I saw if I saw Ben Simmons, I'm, I I would not try to. I I wouldn't say it to his face because I'm a scrawny dude. He would probably. Oh, what's kick he my gonna butt. do? He, he's not gonna. But I would, I just wouldn't acknowledge him. Like I would just look at him like. If if I'm like, being honest, if I saw him across the street, I'd be like, "Oh my god, that's Ben Simmons! You fucking suck!" <laughs> dude, I, I just, ugh. I um, ugh. I I know a dude that one time he was waiting a table for Ben Simmons, and he was just very like, he said he was very arrogant to him, like kind of just didn't like the guy was trying to you know be nice and stuff and like introduce himself, and he kind of just blew him to the side, um, and it, I don't know, man. I'm not gonna get into like you know his origins and stuff, but. It's just tough, man. That's sad. It's rough. It was, it's rough. It but hey, with that being said, man, I'll I'll leave it. We'll we'll go around the table one more time. I'll let you I'll tell you where to find. We still got almost 400 combined in here, which is crazy. But give it give us your final thoughts as we head into training camp. Hopefully, guys, by the way, thank you guys for doing this. We've been two hours strong. Uh it's been a lot of fun. I hope we can do this again, definitely. Um, but yeah. We'll go around. Tell us who you are, what channel you're on, and give us give us a final thought. Final, key word, final thought. This is my last time talking about this until the trade news, okay? <laughs> like, I can't tell you how many people have texted me. They're like, yo, Steve, when are you going to get up and talk about this Ben Simmons rumor, that one? Like, I legit yeah. converted my YouTube channel into an Eagles-only channel. I obviously have the collaboration Sixers one with Ron because I just can't do it. It's been so refreshing that the Eagles were here. No expectations. Like, this is the last time I'm talking about this. Screw the guy. Screw his camp. Sixers <laughs> fans, don't apologize for supporting the guy. It's not your fault because, like, something like this just doesn't happen. You know what I mean? Don't expect it to ever happen again. This guy, this guy led Steven to change his entire chain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this guy right here. He retired from being a Sixers content creator because of Ben Simmons. Basically, yeah. Basically. Uh, Think about that. Started a whole new Sixers only channel, which I can't give Romp enough credit for, by the way. There are so many days we started the collaboration channel. The man would text me a video idea because I'll tell you one thing. I had no desire to get up on here and talk about this dumbass team. What's that? There's nothing to talk about, bro. We're we (laughs) are on we're on strike. We're not up now. We are last month or so. We're not up on until I've been been getting that same message the last three months. Why do you keep talking about Ben Simmons? Oh. Sorry, man. I, I'm, I really want to talk about this team. I, I really yeah. want to talk about it. So we can disagree camp. on something, right? Right. I want to talk about up here. 
yeah, our strengths, weaknesses, all that. But I just, it's too uncertain. Like, I just don't know. I don't know. But, um, yeah, uh, DJ, go ahead. Give us, give us your, uh, let us know where to find you if people have been sleeping under a rock and, uh, <laughs> you know, give us your final thoughts on this whole thing. Uh, DJ, so run it back Philly. Um, man. <laughs> I don't know. Like, like Steven just said, somebody messaged me today and was like, yo, the woes bomb just dropped. And, uh, we need a live, we need a live as soon as possible. And I went and looked at it and I was like, okay. <laughs> he said he's not, he said he's not coming to training camp. What am I going to say? Right. So I just got on live and like read a bunch of comments and had a conversation and it was fun. And, and, but I have nothing left to say about this guy. Like, it's just the same thing. Uh, Woe said the same thing that Keith Pompey said a month ago, basically. Ben Simmons is planning to not report to training camp. Uh, I hope it costs him a lot of money. And I really mm -hmm. don't think Ben Simmons understands that when you have all of the uh, when you have all of the, uh, what, what the hell's the word I'm looking for? Physical things that he has. What's it? What's the word? Like things that cost money. I don't know what the word is. Um, when you have a lot of stuff, you need to keep making money to pay for the stuff, dude. Mm. You do. He, if he's not like you, if you're, if he's going to hold out on this max contract, what's going to happen? Who's going to give him another one? I don't know. I hope he ends up like MC hammer selling all of his cars and you know, <laughs> I saw a video of, uh, I don't know if you guys even know who Young Jock is. He's a rapper from like 2001, but there was a video of him uh, driving an Uber from somebody in the back seat, and he was like a big-time rapper back in the day. He's driving an Uber, and I'm like, that's my dream for Ben Simmons. I want him to be driving an Uber in six years. Man. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Before I let Rom go, shout out to Ben Simmons' burner. I know I know for a fact this is Ben. What's going on, 2-5? Appreciate you tuning into the chat. It says Pascal on a first for Simmons. Let me tell you something, 2-5. We're not sending you to, to Toronto. I'm not doing two it. 2-5. I know it's 2-5. <laughs> yeah. He, and you, end up, ben, you owe us way more than $5, 2-5. Yeah, what <laughs> <right>. the <laughs> I'm just kidding. Thanks for the super chat. Uh, ben will be referred to as 2-5 from now on, and Doc will be referred to as Glenn. That's my new rule. So, Rom, Clint. take it away. Um, Rom 2.0 on YouTube. Upload everything NBA, not just the Sixers, because I would go crazy. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, just make random videos for fun. Um, and also check out me and Steven's collab channel. You can find a link somewhere. It should be somewhere. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> final thoughts. I'm excited for Maxi and Embiid's future. Um, and and the thing about this stream is RB and Running Back Philly had this stream two years ago. So I'll just leave it on that. Did we? We had a Ben Simmons bashing stream two years ago? Probably, man. We've been talking <laughs> about this for five years now. <laughs> so it's like... No, that is true. Real, real quick, like the chat, I've read through it throughout tonight. Relatively good, like energy and stuff. Like, not everybody's gonna get up on here and agree, but I will say, like, a lot of people, especially in towards RB and um, Eastwood, gave these guys a lot of slack this season on a lot of things, especially Ben Simmons. A lot of like nasty things that really shouldn't be said on the internet and stuff like that. And I'm not here to like puff my own chest or do it for them, but it's like.
I don't know, man. It's it's pretty crazy. We were right all along. I'm not I'm not here parading because it sucks. I, I just want this team to be good again, you know. But um, it's kind of I guess a lot of the the bad energy is kind of being weeded out, anyways. But it was pretty like it was toxic during the season, guys. I'm I'm just glad everybody made it through that and everything. You're gonna get the occasional trolls and stuff like that, but like just because somebody disagrees with you, man, you don't gotta like personally attack them and all this stuff, like. Just come up on here and debate and stuff. That's all. We're all we're all Sixers right. fans. It's, it's that we, we us four had disagreements tonight. Yeah, me and RB person. were about to punch each other through the screen, <laughs> and we're we're good friends after this. Right, like that, it's okay case. to disagree, but in 2021, if you disagree, you gotta hate each other for some reason. It's crazy. No, because it's a new age, man. I'm sorry. It's the participation trophy age, man. Nobody loses. <laughs> Nobody disagrees with anybody. Nobody. These kids are not brought up to, to know how to deal with somebody having a different opinion. They're like, what? You think differently than me? Then you don't know basketball <laughs> and you don't watch any casual. You, you're casual. It's the craziest thing ever, bro. It's insane. But it's just the, it's just the uh, Internet. Uh, it's just the Internet. I had a guy when I first was about to start YouTube. I have a guy that has a car channel that has 150,000 subscribers, and he was like, I hope you have thick skin because people are going to say the meanest shit you could possibly imagine about you. And they do. And I just, you know, it is what it is. It's a bunch of weirdos. That's all it is. It's literally a bunch of weirdos or they're nine years old. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll end it off by saying this. One, appreciate these guys for coming on here and chatting. Number two, all I want is for the Sixers to hold up a championship trophy. Like, I will sell my soul for that, to see Joel Embiid just chugging beers. And, and yeah, well, actually, no, I'm sorry. Camp starts on Tuesday, but media day is on Monday. Oh, boy. So, uh, you know, get your get your morning coffee, do what you got to do, wake up, because we'll be covering it all week. Like, I, I'm pumped. I'm actually I'm free excited. all day Monday. I'm free all day Monday. Is Maury going to be speaking? Or is I'm he going to be sleeping? listening to every interview. All, all I, I mean... I'm pretty sure they said it was uh, just media day, so I'm guessing we're going to hear from, like, players. And, I mean, I don't see why not. Like, oh, obviously Ben won't be there, but, you know, we'll probably hear – I don't know. We'll probably hear from Doc, Daryl. Um, yeah. Wow, this Elton is huge. Brand. This is the first time we're hearing from him. Yeah, that's, what I'm, that's why I'm so excited. And it's almost like, damn, how did the season come this fast? But then I think of, like, the last three months, and I'm like, I feel like all we have, like – been waiting for is this whole Ben Simmons thing. And it's like, like the whole offseason just went like that. So who knows, man? But um, I hate the offseason. It's terrible. And this has been this has been the most draining <laughs> offseason I've ever had as a fan. Maybe it's because like we've been covering it more in depth, but I d I don't I don't feel like I've ever had an offseason like this. I really no, it's because it's because we lost to the Hawks. I still wake up sometimes like we really lost to the, to the Hawks. And we're in Ben Simmons purgatory. We can't talk about anything. Last year, I could make videos on, you know, I don't know, Shake Milton's advancements or whatever. <laughs> like, I can't talk about anything right now. It's just nothing. Yeah. I, I, I'm i I'm interested to hear what Doc's going to have to say about the Ben Simmons question. Like, I, I'm wondering if he's going to double down or if he's yeah. going to be like, oh, gonna well, avoid. you know, we, all, we work with who's here. We support uh <laughs> I, I really hope that's not what we hear. I hope it's not like, well, you know, it's it. about our business and, uh, you know, we work with who's here. I hope I don't hear that. Ugh. Just tell us the truth, man. He's definitely not going to answer. You're still in lockdown in Australia? What is happening? Shout mm. out to you from Australia, man. Shout out to all the people from Australia. 
tune into the chat, man. You guys are the best. But with that being said, I think we're going to wrap this up. 350 people still in here, guys. Drop a like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Thank you guys for being here. And uh, maybe we'll do this again soon. I'm always down. So that being said, you guys have a great one. And we will catch you on the next one. Peace.